Open Your Toys Cast, number 124, the podcast dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s in all time. And those are Mr. Stark. Star Wars, Transformers, G.I. Joe, and Masters of the Universe. If you want to kick it with us, you can find us at our blog at OpenYourToys.com. From there, you can subscribe via the RSS feed. In the show notes, you can find links to subscribe through iTunes, Google Play. You can stream us on Stitcher Smart Radio. You can also follow us on Facebook. And soon, you may be able to participate in a group on our Facebook page as well. Uh, We are Facebook.com slash OpenYourToys cast on twitter we're at open your toys on instagram we're at open your toys at email we are at team at open your toys.com and lastly on our voicemail 720-235-TOYS that's 720-235-8697 well all right um yeah we are we are vernless this week we are rogerless this week um, uh, we actually, we're going to have a surprise guest and we may be surprise guestless this week <laughs> as well. <laughs> uh, hopefully Angel alias Angel will be joining us. If not, he had a pretty good outlook on it. He's like, well, I guess I'll get to listen to 124 live because he can hear us. We just can't hear him. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, Let's see, uh, if you want, if people would like to find you, Lotus, where is your, uh, where is your stomping grounds? Yeah, I mean, I'm just, uh, I'm over on uh, YouTube, so you can find me, Lotus Stark, on YouTube. Doing amazing high-end collectible reviews. Um, let's see, for me, if you'd like to reach me, I'm at Facebook.com slash OpenYourToys. Twitter, I am at Slick McFavorite. I am also at slick at openyourtoys.com and then slick McFavorite on Instagram. I think I'm actually Jason Spiller on Snapchat because that's more for my daughter. But <laughs> uh, 
let's see uh, what are you drinking mr lotus and and I, I don't know if you said it on air last time or if it was just to me directly but you're like i don't really drink so i'm not gonna yeah. have exciting <laughs> things to drink during yeah this part. uh i'm going for round two this week so uh round two is gonna be a tall glass of ice water yeah. yay <laughs> keeping that throat nice and ref- <laughs> clear and refreshed i love exactly. it exactly all right let's see Angel alias alias angel alias angel. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a tongue twister. Yeah. <laughs> Can we hear you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> that was a big build up. Sorry, Peter. We still can't hear you, buddy. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll keep going here. What am I drinking? Um, let's see here. I am drinking Shiner Strawberry Blonde. So these are from the um, brewing company in Shiner, Texas, that most famously bring us Shiner Bach, which I'm not a huge Bach fan, but I do like Shiner Bach. Uh, let's see. It is a summer seasonal Beer brewed with strawberries and with natural flavor added. Oh, that's scary. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, let's see. The town of Shiner, Texas, population 2069, is known for beer. The town of Poteet, Texas, population 3260, is known for strawberries. This summer, the best of both worlds have come together, and you're holding the result in your hand. Brewed with juicy, homegrown strawberries from the strawberry capital of Texas, and a mix of pale and wheat malts for crisp finish. This Shiner Strawberry Blonde is ripe for the drinking all summer long. Pros it. So, yeah, it's pretty amazing. And and it's very strawberry, but it balances well. I'm not a huge... uh, I'm not a huge fruit beer guy, but uh, it was good, or it is. Yeah, good. I, I would. I mean, I, I would think that that wouldn't that wouldn't go well. But uh, to have such a fruity beer like that, I mean, I can understand, you know, ciders and stuff. But um, I don't know. That sounds like uh, it'd be interesting. Yep. Yeah, it's not bad. All right. Well, we will go ahead and get into toy news, and hopefully, Peter will be joining us soon. Uh, let's see here. Uh, or sorry, not toy news, con news. First up, now did you follow the the Comic Con reveals? Were you were you in? Yeah, I I wasn't uh, I wasn't actually following too closely, um, but um, you know I'm definitely uh, definitely willing to go through this here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, there, there's I mean there's obviously specific things that I look for. Um, so I don't actually sit and follow all the news, but yeah, let's let's give it a shot. Let's see what we have here. All right, let me get my get my fan going here. I'm burning up. Uh, did that just stop it? Yep. Okay. Hi, medium. There you go. Okay. First up, transformer panel. So. Uh, not a ton of uh, reveals. Uh, well, I mean, I guess there was quite a few reveals. Uh, not a ton of stuff I care about, I guess maybe more accurately. Uh, we get a lot of 
uh, the last night stuff, which now having seen the movie, I really don't care about much of this. Yeah. Um, Cogman has interest for me. Uh, beyond that. Yeah. I'm just like, eh, we can skip a lot of those. Um, talking about some of the movie masterpiece and that kind of stuff. Um, now the generations, now this is where we're getting some kind of cool stuff here. Uh, so the 2018 will be the last chapter of the prime wars trilogy. Uh, and it's going to be called power of the primes. Uh, Optimus primal was the one that will be voted as the holder of the matrix of leadership. Um, Let's see, story, 12 primes, prime masters hold power, even the spark of the original 12. Uh, And then let's see, prime cards, 12 to collect. Pretenders are now decoy suits. Prime masters hide in decoy suits, and they can transform. Uh, So one of the cool ones that lots of people are excited about are the uh, Beachcomber Legends class. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely looks cool. The 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 deluxe dread I'm just like ah, that really needs to be a Voyager in my opinion. Yeah. Um, they do. It does combine with a. Uh, I would assume another deluxe uh, dark wing or what they're mm-hmm. now calling black wing to make dread wing. That was that was something completely out of my wheelhouse. Um, Never had even heard of that until they made one in the classics line that was like that ultra class one. Right, then, right. I remember that. Yeah, and I started looking into it and I was like, oh, it's kind of interesting, but never got into that. Um, deluxe one uh, or deluxe jazz looks really good. The Voyager Wave Starscream, it's gotten a lot of hate and I actually kind of like it. I, I love. I love kind of uh, the mixing of the G1 and the IDW. He's got kind of big comic booky forearms and legs and that kind of stuff, but still a G1 look. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think the one probably, if if you're still collecting Hasbro stuff, uh, the uh, leader Rodimus Prime looks pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it definitely looks good, and, um, you know, it's... It's kind of a dual combination figure as well to form Rodimus Prime. So it's, it's cool. It's a cool idea, definitely. And they're saying that the uh, little Prime Masters that they're going to become with for the Legends, they'll actually be able to drive them this time instead of the Legends yep. being a separate class. And then uh, for Voyagers and Deluxes, they'll be the Heads again. And then the Leader, it'll become the Matrix. Um, let's see... Machinima, so they're going to do a new uh, Titans Return series to go along with it. Uh, Starts where Combiner Wars left off. First Titan to show up on Cybertron to wreak havoc, as they put it on TFW 2005, is Trypticon. Optimus Megatron Wimblade had to resurrect an ancient ally to help. I assume that's going to be Fort Max. Mm -hmm. Um... So, in same format as the Combiner Wars, 10 episodes, approximately 11 minutes each. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Hascon. Uh, winners of the Hall of Fame going to be announced September 8th. Uh, 
I, I don't think I ever saw the final vote on this. Or if they did do a final vote, I didn't vote yeah, on it. Not too sure. Everybody, this is, uh, it, if you don't watch his other podcast, don't recognize his voice. This is Alias Angel Alias, uh, one of our most active fans. How's it going, buddy? Good, good. Lotus was just asking me my thoughts on the Machinima Combiner Wars series. Um, and I was uh, about to say, I, I loved it. Like I say, I, I think people just put like these ridiculous expectations that yeah. something is ever going to be as good as they remember what G1 was or, right, what, right. you know, or, I mean, I mm. guess a good example is the hope, you hope that something's as good as like Voltron is. Like Voltron right. is right. an amazing cartoon that, you know, that we have the nostalgia for it, but the new one is just, just a really good piece of fiction and i just don't think we're gonna get that and if you are hoping for that every time you're gonna be let down every time so mm -hmm. i go in with low expectations and i really liked it myself could have been That's better cool. but um i think this one will be better because uh it's the voice cast is amazing they've got jen nelson they've got peter cullen so they really brought in some heavy hitters on this new one. Mm, yeah. That's nice. Wow. It's it's a little bit odd that um <clears throat> you know, I, I'm not too sure if you've been following for the voice acting scene, but uh John three you know, he was doing the voice of Optimus Prime yeah. and they they really didn't even mention him at all. I mean they just kinda you know, dropped him kind of thing, you know. They uh Peter Cullen just took right over and I don't know. It's just kind of a slap in the face, you know? Yeah, I thought he did a good job. I mean, people were, of course, people were hating online. When don't they hate online, you know? But I thought he did a good job. I didn't think, and I don't know if that if it's the sound engineering, or maybe they they asked him to try not to sound as much like Peter Cullen. Because I think they actually did. I think they actually asked him not to sound like the, you know, Peter Cullen prime to, to give him a different, a different voice. I'm pretty sure I, I was listening to a couple other shows and, and he was talking about that. So, yeah. Cause mm -hmm. I mean, he sounds in his personal stuff and the stuff he does for his YouTube channel sounds much more like Optimus Prime than he did in that cartoon. Yeah. So, mm. um, let's see. Uh, we're just talking about, uh, Hascon here, uh, Q and a, yeah, nothing new with Hascon, uh, Q and a more masterpiece beast wars. They say, stay tuned. Uh, they say new bludgeon toy says stay do, tuned. Do we want to, you want to mention anything about that? Isn't that weird that they showed off these renders of Dinobot masterpiece Dinobot and we haven't seen anything as far as a physical toy form or no, nothing from the figure scan magazine, nothing. It's really weird. And I think that's why, you know, folks are continuing to ask these questions, you know, what's going on with the masterpiece um, you know, Beast Wars line, you know? Yeah. Well, and the thing too is, um, and, and I can't remember, I mean, this was one of my go-to panels when I used to go and, and back then there weren't masterpieces yet. Um, and so, or, or maybe, well, 
there was MP1 through 7 or 8, maybe. But those were strictly Japanese releases, and no one would ever ask about those. Never, No one would ever ask, hey, when are we getting going to get MP5 here? You know, those just mm-hmm. weren't questions that came up. So I, I don't know how they would approach them asking about, you know, because that really is Takara's line. You yeah, know? that's true. Like, that's very true. Yeah. They haven't even, and and maybe that's what these guys asked about, you know, because we're just going off of a summary of TFW's right, right. represented. Maybe they said, hey, are we going to get fucking Optimus Primal, Cheetor, and, and uh, Dinobot? So, yeah. um, let's see. Decepticons in the HP movie line, stay tuned. Oh, I love it. The answer to all of these are stay tuned. Remaining combiners, they said, we hear you. Stay tuned. Uh, No new plans for a nautical mold. So if you missed uh, whatever it was, uh, something on Velocitron, uh, sounds like you're going to have to pay the stupid $40 to $50 for a deluxe repaint. Um, Let's see... Uh, Siege on Cybertron set. So that's the one that pre-sold out on Big Bad Toy Store. No one else had it. Um, uh, TF Source is scalping some, so they must have ordered some from Big Bad Toy Store. Is that the set that actually has, um, that they, they split up the Pounce and Wingspan? Is is that, it was a Cloudraker was yeah. that the set that actually had like half of it in there? Yeah, so the Chaos on Velocitron had the fast lane, so the Autobot clone. And then this one had this one has Pounce, so the okay. Decepticon clone, and then there's a Walgreens two pack that will have the matching Autobot and Decepticon clone. So that's why people, I mean, I freaked out. I was like, I I put it off and put it off. I was like, I want to see if this gets a wider release. And then all of a sudden, Big Bad Toy Store was sold out. They were saying it's our exclusive. You're not going to be able to get it anywhere else. And so they've confirmed that they ordered, uh, they placed an order for more. So cool. Um, let's see. Uh, Hasbro's aware the Triptychon hip issue seems isolated. I don't know. There's quite a few people reporting that. Uh, so that was the panel. Now, let's see. Let's skip the post-panel picks. Let's look at the official picks here. Uh, so then we get to see that amazing Beachcomber. I'm loving him. With his little Prime Master in there. Again, Dreadwind. Yeah. It looks like just kind of a heavy remold of one of the aerial bots. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he even has the combiner port on him. Uh, the Jazz is pretty good. Still not an old school Porsche, but they're getting a little closer. And then mine, I am a, I am a Skull Cruncher fanatic. So this, uh, I guess what they're calling it, Liege Maximo. Yep. That is looking awesome. Little uh, little uh, pretender shell there. Yep, that's cool. And then we get the uh, leader class, Evolution Prime. And I'm sorry, Peter, I, I should have confirmed. Mm-hmm. Were you able to get to the show notes? 
Yes, yes. Okay. I'm looking at right now. I'm at the uh, Rodimus, right? You guys looking yeah. at? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. I was so, going to comment about the uh, jazz. Um, it's uh, missing those door wings that kind of goes up, like the traditional G1. Um, oh, it's, it yeah, seems like it's missing yeah. that, if you notice. Yeah. 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 That's really odd, because that, that's where the speakers would go, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, that Rodimus. I, I love... I love that we're getting a Rodimus where the uh, trailer combines into them. With, I mean, not I love Rodimus, and I love that the old school one, the masterpiece, all come with a little like battle station. Um, but mm-hmm. just just like the Ultra Magnus, I loved that Ultra Magnus has, in my opinion, always been a mech suit. You get a cool like prime kind of a prime figure that wears a mech suit, and that's how you get. Uh, Ultra Magnus, but I still love that they went in and they did the engineering to make mm-hmm. it not have to part form, you know. Yeah. Uh, talking about the Voyager Starscream, yep, very IDW. Um, looks good. I think at a Voyager, I will, I'll do it because my problem is, is if I buy Starscream, I'm gonna buy. Uh, Cracker and Skywarp. Yeah. <laughs> so if if I'm ever in on a Starscream, it means I'm agreeing to buy two <laughs> toys too. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Uh, let's see here. And, Sucker. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's what they like to do. Um, oh, and I put John Warden interview. So again, I, I was explaining to Lotus before we came on. I, I didn't have time to do any of the SDCC coverage. So I don't even know what's in that interview. So, but know that at the top of the page at openyourtoys.com are show notes. We have links to everything, including the interview with John Warden, the brand, uh, brand manager for Transformers. So if you want to dig into the reveals and uh, Q&A a little bit more, definitely check that out. Uh, let's see. Pixel Dan walkthrough. For Super 7 now, as well as the uh, Vintage Style 5.5 walkthrough. Again, haven't had a chance to do that. Did you listen to that walkthrough, AAA? Um, I caught a little bit of it because I was uh, watching it on my phone during my trip. Uh So it goes in and out and I can see a little bit of it. Yeah, but it's pretty cool. I like the reveals. Well, why don't we do this? Because you've at least looked at the reveals. What were your favorite reveals, Alias? Um, I really like the filmation style. <laughs> Anything that with the filmation style of um, Motu. Um, lately, I've been really hyped on uh, buying a lot of Motu stuff. But all the classic stuff, I've, I've, I've bought and I caught up. And now they're just focusing a lot more new characters on the on their uh, club grace goal line and i'm really really psyched so um as for the 5.5 um they're they're cool but um there's only so much money i have so um <laughs> <laughs> they all look really nice i i i i i'm happy that they're doing them uh i'm pretty sure there's a lot of fan base out there that uh like 
those particular style of uh, Mochi figures uh, and their looks. It's very homage to the classic too. So um, you know, back in the '80s. So, um, but yeah, I, I I'm digging the filmation Club Grayskull line totally. Yeah, and that's that's definitely like if the other one fell off the planet of the Earth, I wouldn't I wouldn't be worried about it at all (laughs) you know the filmation is definitely where my heart is but i'm i'm loving some of the other uh figures in their like general classics line and sorry guys i'm still yes there's a new ones yeah there's a new ones still working on getting the links for uh Mm -hmm. more specifically lotus to take a look at here oh my yeah the uh the uh, Super Seven Classic line is still continuing, and there's these obscene, <laughs> off the track beat characters that I don't even know who they are. <laughs> yeah, I had I had to look at like I had to look at the stories that they post on the on the news story to, for people to say, oh yeah, that guy's from this and that guy's from this. Oh, because YouTube. Yeah. Oh, wow. Man, no, I I didn't know who most of those guys were either. Okay, oh, man. finally got this. Let me paste. I it. thought you're the, um, you know, the purist. You're, you're. I mean, you're all in. You know, all the fiction. No, no, no. That's why I thought <laughs> I, uh, I just put the links into okay. the chat. Um, that's why I thought your, even though you're on the show, your listener question was yes. awesome <laughs> to to rate like your knowledge, rate your toy knowledge, and rate your fiction yeah. knowledge and that kind of stuff. That'll be a good one to do later on the show. Okay, so the classics, yeah, we've got. Um, so we get another uh, movie verse guy and i don't even know what his name is <laughs> but uh, uh i i do know see. why he's blue everybody kept asking in the in the thread <laughs> why this guy was blue and so <laughs> this is the little uh, goblin looking guy from the movie uh, mm-hmm. and they had it had to be blue because he appeared that way in some uh concept artwork and so they had they can use it because they did concept artwork back in the day that mattel owned so this is the loophole of how they're using a movie character without rights to movie characters is because they did Mm. concept art and but that concept art was in blue so that's why he's blue um he looks good i i like that yeah he does a movie Mm -hmm. guy i mean that's kind of cool uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Let's see. First up, where the filmations get an amazing merman. That merman is just yes, absolutely. Oh, it's so beautiful. Um, <laughs> the tongue lasher again. Not I don't. I just don't dig on the design. It's cool that we're getting mm-hmm. a filmation tongue lasher, and then the sorceress. But unfortunately, uh, looks like the same issues. Um, and maybe in the the walkthrough with Pixel Dan, he addressed he asked him, like, is she going to be able to put her arms down? You talked about hopefully they would have like uh, two different pieces, right? Like the wings, you would have the down wings and an mm-hmm. up wing. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I saw pictures actually. Um, they say that they're planning to uh, make things differently. They're not following the path what uh, Mattel did. So um, you're going to be able to move 
those arms going downward and stuff. Or they might make a separate piece uh, to where the wings are going down and then up, as you can see in the picture. So that's going to be pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we get the little horde computer guy. I love this guy. Um, and then for the standard classics, or I think what they're co- still calling Club Grayskull, uh, we get a horde mummy. And again, mm. I love it. I don't know what it... I, I think it's from some comic or something, like some UK comic, but I think he looks really cool. Any horde guy is going to have going to have my mm-hmm. love. So... <laughs> Pretty good reveals. Um, uh, the Club Grey Skull, because they're not allowing cherry picking anymore, it, it's almost like the FSS FSS sets. I'm almost in the mindset that I'm just going to buy these and try to sell off. The sell off the ones want. you don't want. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, even the even the ultimates. I mean, those things are ridiculous ridiculous already like the he-man's going for like 80 dollars or something somebody would say like that's ridiculous yeah um well i i paid i paid 90 <laughs> well but that was for the well, no but that was for a filmation one right you're talking yeah, about a, that yeah. was a filmation so yeah the, the ultimate ones is is a classic mm-hmm. which granted it has every variation of weapon and accessory that he ever came with. Uh, that's just, but still i mean you can get a, a loose classics he-man for 45 bucks i mean it's not ridiculous mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. but um all right let me let's get back mm-hmm. to these show noties here now, to be honest, are you uh, interested in the five point five for yeah. your collection? Yeah, I mean, yeah. All, all the uh, the uh, cartoon accurate Hordak is a must. That is okay. That is a must. The Eldor, the the Shira, like I'm like mm-hmm. there. Granted, it's not Masters styling because it was mm-hmm. Shira styling, but. I have a 5.5 Shira. It's the real 5.5 mm. Shira. In my opinion, looks better than what they did. You know, um, mm. I'm trying to think of what what were the other two? Can you think of them? Oh no, I don't know. No, I yeah. I kind of brush over the 5.5 because I I don't I don't see the for me just just for me personally I don't see the 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 appeal for myself because yeah. they're they're a little bit less articulated, right? Yeah, yeah. They're five yeah, points, uh, yeah. six points of articulation. Mm-hmm. That's like um, what's, this what's is like the, buying five POA Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. What's the uh, what's the five you know five point five? So what's the half uh, articulation mark? <laughs> it's, it's it's not the articulation; it's the height. They're, oh, okay. They're, okay. Yeah, they're five and a half <laughs> inch figures. Cause okay. Yeah. They're, they're, and, and there's like boards like dedicated to just anything that was ever in that 5.5 scale okay. and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, because there's all kinds of He Man knockoffs back in the day. There's retro lines out now, like third party retro lines. But yeah. Uh, uh, Alias Angel Alias's big thing is newer, <laughs> newer, better, cooler, right? 
You're always upgrading your um, right? A fun factor and definitive. <laughs> yeah, definitive edition. That's a good way to put it. And fun factor, yes. <laughs> well, come definitely, on, 5.5 have the cool spring waist, buddy. They can do the power punch. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, if I was 10, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Let's take a look at the mm -hmm. Star Wars Hasbro panel. So some very cool okay. things revealed here. Um, we'll take a look. I just want to go through. So this is the kind of stuff I love is they did lots of behind-the-scenes slides. Um, we, we don't have a link to it, but go to YouTube. Uh, Star Wars Action News always records this panel. Um, I know Toy Hype USA has been doing really good about recording panels. So I, I, I encourage you to go listen to the panel, to go hear the crowd go, oh, when they show, <laughs> when they show this Black Series do-back, you know, because this do-back is mm -hmm. amazing. It's, it's probably the yep. best do-back I've ever seen. Uh, it's like a slideshow, um, slideshow um, do back. I think Th didn't they make one? Did they make? I I would think it, they it's did. big. I I think I think it was a no, it was a statue. I think, but it's huge and it was impressive. Yeah. And when I saw pictures of this do back um, on the show floor at the con, I saw pictures of it. It was like whoa, no way. That looks like that slideshow one. It's just yeah. as good. So I just like it's chunkier. I have the. I have the uh, like super articulated one they did a few years back. And ah, yes. He's just too long. He just looks like a fat iguana, you know. Where this guy <laughs> looks like he looks like beefy, you know. Um, mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, and we're gonna get. Um, I'm all about the Rebel Fleet soldiers. So we're gonna get a black series of that guy, and he's looking great. What's um, his name? It's Rebel Fleet, uh, Rebel Fleet soldier. He's, he is a really, uh, yeah, no name. He's he's a guy oh. that gets shot right as they come in the door. So <laughs> they don't want you to feel bad for him. Oh, <laughs> poor guy, poor Rebel Fleet soldier. <laughs> uh, we're gonna get a Captain Rex. And, oh yeah, and this is going to be a Hascon exclusive, I think I heard, or or, or yes. at least a early and, uh, early access figure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, then we're gonna get old Leia. Uh, we're gonna get the uh, who's that? What's her? Oh, it says right there in the in the slide. Let me just click on the slide here. I freaking hate Rebel Scum's photo thing. <laughs> uh, Maz Kanata. So with the cool big oh, yeah, eyes. Because mm -hmm. her uh, 3 and 3 quarter 5 POA just did not do her justice. And then uh, this got me kind of excited. Even though I don't like 5 POA. Uh, but we're getting a bunch of... Um, looks like it might be like... Uh, movie specific sets but uh, we're getting a Wampa in the five point of articulation line which if anybody's familiar with the Wampa oh 
mm-hmm. and he's super articulated. That's crazy. Uh, is it? Yeah. Oh, you know what? That's the one they print exactly from the six inch. They oh, just scale like, it down. Oh, is it? Oh, it looks amazing. So yeah. Yeah. And then if you like the Ramathors or whatever those crazy things were in the Force Awakens, you you can get a three and three quarter one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, new Darth Maul, new Qui Gon Jinn. I, I mean. The sculpting is looking great on these. Like, you can never yes, fault them for the sculpting on these, but I'm just not buying into these anymore. Uh, all right, so let's see. We get the vintage. Oh, and it looks like they probably did the same little uh, classic characters never expressed in super articulated form. I'm just reading mm-hmm. the slides here. Okay. Uh, reissued vintage with unmet demand so that's good even though they said the black series would never be that but i won't i won't (laughs) hold them um new characters from new entertainment so yeah that's we're getting the ray and then they show so vintage kylo ren that's a rehash vintage ray that's a rehash Vintage, wow, First Order. Yeah, these are all rehashes that we've gotten just on new card backs. And then we get the Dr. Alpha. That, again, I have no... The new character. Yeah, I have no clue who she is. Uh, Me neither. (laughs) Another another good one about how much do you know about the fiction. (laughs) Ever since they... I knew a lot about the fiction until... Until yeah. they said it doesn't matter anymore. Well, and I think it was that was expand universe, and it yeah. has like one graphic novel. And if you didn't read that graphic novel, that's it. Yeah. You screwed. You don't know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I know she's currently like there's a current run of comics with her. Yeah. So that's that's her big thing is everybody loves this current comic that she's in so much to make her be the be the fans choice. I'm just like, good lord. Mm. And what is this? <laughs> is this a three and three quarter tank? One of the I think uh, yeah. I think so. That's pretty That amazing. might be a good uh a good one to release, definitely. Working tread can never go wrong with working tread. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm about that. I doubt it can look as good as the weathering. That must just be a CGI. Yeah, that's a CGI. Yeah, it's a CGI from, mm-hmm. from the film itself. But it says it includes yeah. a coffee cup. Does it? Oh yeah. In the in the <laughs> notes, I'm just looking at the picture. Let's... Yeah, it says it says it includes a coffee cup in the cockpit of the tank. well it is just people like on you know like doing uh city security and then all of a Mm -hmm. sudden these poor poor security yeah yeah, security guys start (laughs) getting blown up by these rebels (laughs) and so there's the panel stuff uh let's see and then let's take a look at the post panel display i always like this because you can actually see like they're usually prototypes but at least they're in hand Mm. um 
The Rex is looking good. He's really bulky. Oh yeah, shoulders. Uh, yeah, he's been working out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't skip arm day. Um, yep, yep. All right, let's take a look at this Wampa. That's what I'm excited about. Oh, removable arm in one of the pictures yeah, that's, you could see. That's that same one. I have this one. I mean, yeah. oh wait, it has that uh, T crotch. So okay, no, they they downgraded the crotch. That's yeah. It. Yeah, yeah, that looks good. Yeah, because I have that one too. It's one of my favorite pieces. I hate mm-hmm. how dirty they make his chest, and I hate that they put blood on his face. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't want the blood on his face. Um, mm. Oh, and here's it's it's staying for life, you know. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once he ate a human, that's it. It's that's over. It. <laughs> oh, that dewback looks good. That looks oh, yeah. that looks like an original trilogy's dewback, where the one I'm taught, the one I have for the three and three quarter, looks like the CGI version of him. Oh mm, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I like it. Yeah, that's a must. I need that. <laughs> yep, I'm buying two or three of them. <laughs> <laughs> and then these dioramas are pretty cool. You get the you get the boarding diorama and the. And the oh yeah, the one with Princess Leia and R two. Beautiful. Do, do, do. Oh yeah. Yeah, they do a good job when they set up these diorama. I know. You know? Could you imagine that being your job for for probably mm-hmm. only a month at the most? But for a month of your job, you get to do something that amazing. You know? Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What else do we got? Comic Con. Uh, Bait Duke. So Bait has been the company making stylized um, GI Joe, kind of in the realm of Hot Toys, about that two hundred dollar mark. Um, mm. The I liked. I liked the Snake Eyes. The Storm Shadow was a bit far for me, and yeah, and this Duke just doesn't nothing mm-hmm. for me. The the human yeah. face it just it looks like a customized Barbie doll is what it looks like. Uh, is, is that just prototype because his head is kind of not finished? It seems. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. The, the jacket it comes with looks kind of cool. Oh, oh, company. Uh, yeah, sorry, and Mrs. McFavorite's taking a nap. So <laughs> let me do this. Let me see. Uh, Okay. Yeah, there's nothing really to move on to, so I will make this as fast mm-hmm. as possible. Hold on. Okay. I'm coming, baby. <laughs> yeah, she's just bringing my drill back for us. Big dude. Are you digging any of the GI Joe Lotus? No, no. I'm, no? I mean, well, I mean, I'm. I yeah, I don't collect. Uh, I don't collect GI Joe. I mean, I definitely had him as a kid, but. Um, just never, mm. never actually moved into collecting any of them. Oh, okay, I see. I see. Yeah, because um, there's some nice statue of GI Joes I saw. Um, I think you posted the other day. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, oh, those are beautiful. Oh yeah, I mean, it's it's beautiful stuff. I, I think it just comes down to you know all this mm-hmm. stuff costs a lot of money. You know, you really Definitely. have to. You really have to focus, and I know you know mm-hmm. when I started collecting years ago, I I, w- I wasn't focused. I was buying everything that was coming out, and 
you know, but then as you as you start collecting and you want to start completing lines and stuff, you just realize you can't mm-hmm. do that. You can't you can't collect yeah. everything. So you have to just make a decision on, you know, what do you actually want to have, you know, in your collection. So mm-hmm. all this stuff is awesome. The G.I. Joe statues and I know there was there was a commenter that actually commented on that post, um, you know, saying that you know, statues are, are just not something that the G.I. Joe community would even support. And I, I don't know, I kind of mm. disagree because if you really like to have, you want to have Cobra, you know, in your, uh, you know, in your collection, then, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you can have have it as a centerpiece. You know, you, you don't mm-hmm. you don't have to collect a whole line, but if you have a character that you really like and mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. if like, let's say Duke is your character. So, you know, you, you get a get a nice a nice statue or a hot toy or this company bait. Um, yeah. I mean, there's definitely, I'll tell you one thing. Thousand toys is a really pretty cool company. They make the, the synthetic human mm-hmm. thousand toys. Mm. Okay. So I, I, that's in collaboration, I guess, with this bait team here. Um, but thousand oh. toys, they actually are part. Oh, of- I seen these before. Yes. Yep. Okay. I seen these. Yeah, the the synthetic human, um, those are really highly articulated, really really cool. Mm. Yes, I'm looking at the one that's white. It has, it looks like a storm shadow ninja. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll yeah. Ask her about that. Yeah. Okay. I'm just giving you yep. a hug. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I love hugs. How about a kiss? Hey, yuck. What? Yuck. Yuck. Turtles. Oh yeah, turtles, huh? Turtles. <laughs> No, get out of here. Go watch your Boo York. <laughs> She's so cute, Mackenzie. She is. I felt so horrible. That was our neighbors. They came over to bring her a birthday present because they couldn't go to her party yesterday. Oh, yeah. And she's like, do you have these? And she pulls them out. She's like, yes. They're like, oh, okay, well, I still have the receipt, so we'll go get you new ones. I'm like, sorry. Kids are so honest. Yeah. <laughs> That's so uh, funny. All right, so let's see. Uh, okay. Daryl DePriest interview. This was kind of short and sweet. There's nothing really mm-hmm. too much there. Um, I want to point out one of my local Comic Cons. So this is Colorado Springs. This is about a mile or an hour south of us. It's uh, for you uh, military people. This is where NORAD is and the uh, United States uh, Air Force Academy. Just scroll through those celebrity guests. This is a as far as I know, this is the first year they're having it. Well, it says new location, so obviously it's not the first year. But, I mean, just a bit, Polly Shore. And, I mean, we're not talking about, like, A-listers here, but the amount of B-listers. Marty mm. Cove, the bad guy from Karate Kid. I oh, mean, yeah, well. You got Michael mm. Roker from Gardens of the Galaxy. Mouth, Matthew Bullard. <laughs> you know, Sam Jones from uh, Flash Gordon. Wow. I mean, these are the people you recognize. I mean, yeah, yeah. these are the people I want to go see. I don't want to go stand in line for three hours to meet Mark Hamill. That's just not me. Like, everybody loves Mark Hamill. How many people love DJ Qualls, you know, from Road Trip and shit like that? <laughs> 
this guy Kevin Nash mm-hmm. should have been he should have been cable. This guy Kevin Nash. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, wow. You get Zach Galligan from Gremlins. I mean, just what I'm picturing is the panels that they could be doing with these people. You know, just you mm-hmm. get uh, Tom Payne, Jesus from The Walking Dead, John Bernthal from The Walking Dead. Side. Oh wow, you got yeah. some the the this guy Eric and and uh, Eric uh, Stoll. Hans Hansik or whatever. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but Super Troopers. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, they're about to... So they funded their second movie on Kickstarter, and they just wrapped uh, principal photography on it. So we're going to be getting a Super Troopers 2 here soon. I'm excited. Leader of Cola. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so I just thought that was cool. What brought my attention to it is uh Dr. My- the guy that does uh the voice of Dr. Mindbender, he's going to be there too. So mm. All right. Oh wow. Uh, Billy Billy Williams. Billy yeah, D Williams. Billy Williams. Yeah. Uh. And and like I say, I thought this was a first time show and if and it's not, but what's crazy is it's only an hour away and I've never heard of it. And they have a guest list like that. It's pretty amazing. Wow. Um, let's see. Tokyo Wonderfest happened and uh, had had a couple kind of cool dioramas there. Uh, you get one that you might just see set up on somebody's shelf with the with the Titans Return thing. Um, but then you get some customized ones with the movie scenes. And those are the good ones. Wow. <laughs> um, the one with uh, with Prime punching through the heart of the fallen, like the effects on that is just yeah, that amazing. Looks awesome. mm-hmm. That's so yeah, cool. But... Yeah, Wonderfest is a big, uh, that's definitely a big show um, in regards to uh, statue. Uh, Prime One Studios is is always there, showing off their latest uh, and greatest stuff. But it's a big show, Wonderfest. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's and, a big and, deal. And normally, the big thing that I like about it is <laughs> they'll do license limited runs for third party companies to do like garage kits for Transformers. And I didn't see anything out of it this year, or or if there was something, I don't remember it at least. Um, PowerCon, the schedule has been released. Uh, so we knew that, um, or I guess I knew that we hadn't talked about it yet, but, uh, Super Super 7 is going to have a presence there. And the good thing is, is they're also going to have a panel. So we'll actually get some, uh, maybe not newer reveals than than comic-con but at least them talking about them in a panel and people able to ask them questions about them uh but there are some amazing panels i really wish i would have gone this year Mm. yeah babe babe i don't have time to put your boots on your doll i'm sorry (laughs) yeah you shouldn't wake up mommy either let's just not worry about putting our boots on that doll Okay, here, how about this? Leave them with me, okay? And come back in five minutes. Yeah. 
Let, let's let's not wor- let's not worry about that. Uh, we're we're on an adult toy uh, show right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here let's do it. It's taking me longer to tell her no than it will be to put <laughs> to on. put it on. But, uh, yeah. um, so the cool uh, thing about this is uh, a a good uh, bunch mm-hmm. of their guests are from the Power Tour, and mm-hmm. so they're doing a panel. About the power tour, what do you say? Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so they're doing a panel about the power tour where they're going to show clips and have have the panelists talk about it. And then the cool thing is, I've never seen it. I've seen stuff on YouTube and stuff like that. Then at night, from eleven thirty to one thirty a.m., they are going to show the whole power tour, unedited, un you know. No commentary, all that kind of stuff. So mm. I I would have really loved to seen that with a bunch of other, you know, He-Man fans. Uh, 2000X celebrities, uh, 2000X comic book celebration, if, if people don't know. Val Staples started PowerCon. He started He-Man.org. And he also did the mm. 2000X comic series through his company called MVC Creations. So, uh, mm. really good. If you're in LA, it is well worth going and doing. You you can't get the weekend pass anymore, but you can just do general admission. Well worth it. Well worth it. Um, talked about Super Seven uh, Hascon. So we've gotten a few new announcements for Has. Con. Uh, Included in the VIP Joe experience now is uh, so so uh, Lotus, I know you're a little bit into cell art. So it says custom folio style animation cell exclusive. Is that a fancy way of saying like a knockoff animation cell? See, I'm not too sure why they're, they're saying folio style um, I think what they're, I mean, folio style, I mean, usually with animation art, you would have the outer layer. So you'd have the, the, uh, like a clear transparency and then you would have whatever backdrop you want to put it against. So usually you would have some sort, I think that's what they're talking about in folio style envelope where, you know, you would have the, the, the dual pieces where you'd have a clear transparency that would actually have your animation on there. And then you would place a, um, you'd basically place a background underneath it. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Cause they're saying, Oh, and this is hilarious. So this must be from Deke. Cause they're saying it will be, uh, let's see. So drawn from our store of production animation cells in the Hasbro vault archives, we will be packaging eight randomly selected original cells from the 1990s series. <laughs> so it's not even wow. from the original series. That's kind mm. of sad. But yeah, the, you're absolutely right. The custom folio thing is a, a custom envelope to hold those cells. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Deke is not... <laughs> And again, I love it for what it is, but that's not like, oh my God, I'm going to have to get that on eBay for sure, you know? Right. (laughs) Um, One thing I did consider, oh, and I kept the same link. God damn it. Um, Mm. 
so uh, you won't be able to link to it, but they're going to do a collection of packaging prints. Oh, that's good. Uh, yeah, and that's that's what I love. They say they're mm-hmm. original um, original art prints of the artwork, um, and I know they showed off. They've showed off the headquarters so far, and then the snow serpent. So, um, that, I'm looking at it right now. It says um, it's the hardbound artwork yearbook exclusive. That's what's oh, called. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's for VIP ticket holders. Yep. Us. Uh, yep. Celebrating a legacy of GI Joe artwork from the ni- 1980s and it's hardbound folio style contained 10 individual 11 by 17 high resolution prints of the original packaging painting produced by the legendary GI Joe toy line. So this is our first uh, one-of-the-kind offering. It was produced by IDW, and it's exclusive to G.I. Joe VIP ticket holders. Wow. That's very cool. Um, And then we get the Transformers exclusives. Um, So this has got a lot of people talking. We have get a Headmaster RC... Yep. With a head with a Titan Master Ultra Magnus, which that just drives me a little freaking crazy because I want that super super bad. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't. It's weird. They're showing blaster heads and Fort Max heads on the packaging, but uh, so yeah, this is this is really cool. Um, and I don't, again, I am so behind, like, I, uh, if you missed my post last time, and I think I may have mentioned it, I got laid off. So how I kind of followed a lot of my news outside of reading all of these articles for the show and that kind of stuff was watching, mm. uh, listening to podcasts online while I've just been too freaking busy for that. And uh, so I just don't know if these... Oh, yeah. Here we go. Okay. So the Titan RC is an early release. It's mm -hmm. not an exclusive. What about this Optimus Prime power bank? So this is is kind of the goofy thing that I love is these, like, it's a working power bank where you can hook it up to a, so you can have a light up sword like (laughs) Razor Prime. So, Mm. yeah, those are cool. Again, I'm I'm much more happy I'm going to TFCon than HasCon. <laughs> That's been kind of like my gauge this whole time. Like, oh, am I disappointed I chose TFCon over HasCon? And nothing the, uh, has made the, me change the, my mind. The, the importance of this uh, RC is, you know, I mean, it's just, you know, because this is going to be ending the line, essentially. So... Um, you know, finally, uh, Headmaster Don has has gotten his uh, his RC. All right, so enough of that. <laughs> enough of that has bullshit. I can't I can't wait to see what the markup on the secondary market is for those. It's going to be insane. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so here this is a weird link. If you go to the show notes, you're going to see a link to a blurred out uh, post from Dame Chalk 
Um, and I don't know if that's how he pronounces his name, but if you're not familiar with them, he leaks a lot of information or he gets his hands on a lot of information before it gets out to the public. Um, these pictures have been discredited. These are actually pictures from like an Iacon, uh, a third party company. Um, but mm. what they are is an example of what he's saying you we can expect to get announced at Hascon. And what we're looking at is a um oh god. The Terracons, uh Abominus. Oh, ter- oh yeah. okay, Abom. Yeah, that so looks, it looks like Predaking to me. I don't know if I'm on the right one. Well if you clicked the link you'll see three you should see three blurry photos. One Okay, Abominus. yeah, you're looking at the first one. Okay, I yeah. gotcha. Okay, yeah, yep, first I see. One. Yep. And then, and then the you're absolutely right. The Predaking, and then the other one. It's kind of hard to see. Is the it's a Dinobot combiner because supposedly mm. we're getting Dinobots as well. So um, again, none of these are the figures we're getting. These they people have shown where this where these photos are a fake, but this guy knows his shit. Most mm-hmm. most the time, uh, I mean, I don't know what the percentage is, but most the time he is absolutely yeah, most of them right. Mm-hmm. You know, so yep, yep. that's going to be exciting. It's going to be expensive. Mm-hmm. Those are three. Well, not that the Dinobites are a combiner, but those are three of my favorite groups of characters. Um. And then let's see here. Uh, so, sorry, I'm kind of blowing through things to try to go fast, especially with our late start. But uh, um, Alias Angel Alias, uh, what are... Sweetie? Sweetie? How do you turn it on? Here. Uh, she got... It's so cool. From her... Uh, whoa, hey. Whoa. While I'm touching it. Okay, go take it out there. From her uh, godparents, she oh. got a uh, remote-controlled turtle van. And oh, that's so cool. That's, yeah, that's we were driving it last night, and I'm pretty good at RCs. You know, I have a good, I have a good uh, innate uh, concept of when it's facing you, like up is down, left oh. is right. You know, that kind of thing. So yeah, I was, awesome. I was whipping <laughs> it around the house. Doing, I was like drifting around corners and stuff. I'm like, do you want to play? And she's like, no. I'm like, it I'm like, it doesn't have to go this fast. You can go as fast as you want. Like, oh, I'm, I'm good. But now she just want to drive it. <laughs> I can never do that. I, I, I smack into the wall and like once it goes the other way uh, <laughs> I'm done <laughs> I cannot do the opposite control I cannot it just... <laughs> what's weird is what were we playing we were playing uh, Lego The Force Awakens and they mm. have um, okay, I'm going to have to close my door they have a, a flying section on there and because it's made for kids 
they don't do flying controls. It's regular controls. Mm. You want to go up, oh. you go up, you want to go down. Yep. And so <laughs> I am so trained to do like flying controls. I couldn't do, she's like, daddy, you're crashing into everything. Did you fly straight? And I'm like, yes. And I thought there's a setting that you can actually do that says use flying oh, okay. controls. <laughs> but, uh, so anyways, uh, hilarious. Alias Angel Alias, what about the yes. Transformers? You do them, you love them, you hate them, you like them but don't buy them. What's your thoughts on... Well, what, which which Transformers? So, which one? so the new, like, if we do get a Hasbro uh, Deluxe, uh, Deluxe or Voyager Dinobots, Hasbro Predaking, if we get... Oh, those guys. Yeah. Um, I have to see them, I guess. Um, if, if the reviews are good... Um, definitely. Okay. But, um, yeah, I, I have two combiners right now and they're not third parties because third parties expensive. I got the, uh, Superion and the Menasaur and oh, I did okay. buy upgrade kits for them both. So, nice. um, yeah, they're, because they're very G1, very old style look. Um, yeah. I like them and I'll, uh, I'll pick them up. But if it's, uh, something like Computron, then, Predaking. I actually never grew up with those two. Like I don't, uh, I don't know them. So yeah. So my knowledge of that is limited. So. <laughs> so you get them if they're a good toy, even if you don't. If they were a good toy, yeah. Before. Okay. Yeah, it has to be fun, and it has to have um, gimmicks, gimme gimmicks. <laughs> <laughs> and and Lotus, you're like, if it's not MP, it's not for me. Right. No, I mean, I, you know, like I said, I mean, I've, I've collected everything up to this point, but I, I just kind of made a, a hard stop earlier this year and said, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. done, you know, so I'm done with the, with the exception of Legends. Like I said, I mean, I bought a yeah. whole bunch of gnaws. So, I mean, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking at that sea spray and I really like, I like the look at that, that sea spray, the Legends, you know? So I don't know. It's, it's hard, but I, I have that completionist want, you know, I have a feeling to collect everything and complete, complete the line. So it's, it's tough for me. Uh, what about the Beachcomber? Oh, yeah. I mean, it looks, looks awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. I'll do it. <laughs> I have the uh I have the classics uh Beach Calmer, the Legends. Yeah, and I really I really liked that one. Yep. Excuse me, miss. Now I am building a a, a minions Kerplunk minion. base. There you go. Oh, minions Kerplunk okay. base. You're all good to go. As, I think it, it's been an hour and a half since she's had daddy or mommy. I'm, I'm being a bad dad and letting <laughs> TV raise my kid right now. I think she's getting a, a little antsy for human interaction. Um, okay, last up, uh, Con News, TF Nation exclusive glyph. So I, I really like this mold. Like, I, I'm not in on it because that back to me um mm. but uh and i have no connection to glyph whatsoever so i don't want this but i do like the i do like the uh bumblebee version of this so mm. 
I think uh, I, I'm hoping that I think I'm hoping the reviews are good on the Bumblebee just because I would like to pick it up. Mm-hmm. Kid, why do you got to bring me things that I don't know how? If if they if they repaint this, I mean, if they repaint this in uh, Bumblebee colors. The alt mode looks like a Cybertronian bumblebee almost. That's that's yeah. what it is. That's exactly what it is. And mm-hmm. that's and that's what they're releasing first is right now there's pre orders for the Bumblebee and a gold bug. Again, I see. gold bug. But what's the broke. what's the reference to this this blue version? I don't know what glyph is supposed to be. Let's <laughs> see. T- TF Wiki Let's see. Glyph. Okay. It's a female. That's kind of cool. Uh, One of the brightest minds on Cybertron, Glyph, is an expert in data decryption languages and forensic science. She has a highly exacting eye for even the most minute detail and as an archaeometrist. Wow. Wow. I have no idea what that means. A near insatiable desire to learn more about alien cultures, current and past. So let's see. Wow. Um, it looks like she was in a, uh, let's see. It looks like she was in a comic. G1 caught was the alive millions and quintessons. Interesting. Yeah. Well, uh, that's enough. That's enough knowledge. Now you have to buy it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was a it was a keychain, um, a keychain key that was a exclusive to BotCon 2002, um, with a free copper copy of the Wreckers comic issue number two, which she appeared. Mm. Huh. Yeah, no connection. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go ahead. We've uh, once again we're an hour and we're only through okay. con news, uh, but let's go ahead and take a break, um, and we'll be back after these messages. Peace, peace, peace. There's the Autobot that fits space, but where are the Autobots? Who cares? Decepticons are gone. Oh no! Look, it's Omega Supreme. Introducing the Autobots Omega Supreme Defense Base. It comes with a motorized tank with flashing turret lights. Decepticons! Counterattack Omega Supreme! Omega Supreme will stop them! Robots in disguise! Omega Supreme is invincible! The Transformers sold separately. Batteries not included. Alright, guys, welcome back. Now we're on to the five POSs, as I like to call them. Um, again, I guess a little bit of spoilers. I, I mean, I don't know if this is a spoiler, but we get a resistance gunner page. Uh, we get a general Hux and I love that he has a mouse droid with him. I might get him just for the three and three quarter mouse droid. Uh, we get probably the ugliest Chewbacca we've ever seen, mm. but he comes with one of those little, they're calling what them the, the they're, they're calling them the Ewoks of this movie. They're supposed to be these like little ridiculous creatures that are going to be in mm-hmm. this new movie. Um, we get a C-3PO with, spoiler, no red arm. So it looks like he gets his <laughs> gold arm back. Uh, we get the Kylo Ren. And uh, uh, are you a Game of Thrones guy, Lotus? 
No. Okay. So <laughs> Peter pointed out that he John looks Snow, like John Snow from the from the Night's Watch. That's what it's called. It's just called the Night's Watch. The Night's Watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we get uh, Ray and Jedi training. We get some some woman that everybody's making a big deal about it. It's the Resistance Tech Rose. Um, and then we get resistance fighter Finn and that's it. So, um, the crazy thing about this, and I didn't hear them talk about it or read anything on the, on the SDCC, but we get this force link. It says activate, uh, force link activation. So I have no idea what that is. Probably if I listen to other podcasts, somebody, Somebody with this? more uh, insight than us knows what that is. <laughs> I, I think I heard about this. Um, this is something similar to the, I believe it was in the, from the Phantom Menace line. Oh, the little chip in them, And if you, yeah, if you pass by a certain vehicle or, or something with a, interact with two different chip A and B, it creates something. It creates magic. An interaction <laughs> so, of some sort. Yeah. Well, that'll be interesting. That, but I don't I, know what this produces. So. I didn't realize this. Uh, fucking Force Friday is two weeks from now. So the initial oh, yeah. product launch of of the Last Jedi is Woo-hoo! two weeks from now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't have a job, so I can be there. Unfortunately, I don't have money, <laughs> so I can't buy much. But I'll I'll be out at midnight buying at least one figure. You'll be there. Take pictures. <laughs> there you go. That's what Mrs. McFavorite always says. Why can't you just take pictures of this stuff? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. New Takara Legends. So. Uh, we get their first look. So Takara is going to be releasing the clones in two packs. Uh, so and man, they look shitty. I don't. Yeah, like... I, I think the U.S. ones look better. I mean, yeah. I think the Hasbro ones look better. I don't know where they're getting the pink chests from. I don't know I don't if know. that was like a Japanese version of the clones. But I mean, I have the American versions, and they're all one red tone. So I, I mean, don't know. And then in this picture, they kind of posed them so they're holding hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. We get a uh, – the Blitzwing looks really good. You get a more cartoon-accurate purple on the Blitzwing, so I like that. And then uh, the Overlord, again, I, I just don't know enough about the Overlord to know – is it maybe because those are his breast masters? Does it say in the article? Let's see. You get Giga and Mega. That yeah, Giga are and Mega. Master. Yeah, so I, it's just I know, different faces. I, I, for I know the difference. Um, well, I don't know the actual difference, but I on the Hasbro version, the I, I don't know if it was just mistransformed or not, but on the Hasbro version, the the um, um, the two headmasters were they were kind of facing out so it just looks like the, it looked like he had two heads coming out of his chest whereas <laughs> in this one is this one is and I don't like I said I don't know if that's a, a, a transformation problem on the Hazard one or not but this is the way it should look where you know the heads are faced on the inside 
Yeah, and then uh, and it says that there are two different faces for the headmaster, so that's where you're getting the like sigh and then the smile. But yeah, I'm just like easy passes, no problem there. Yeah, I mean it's this is and this is one of those figures that's really you know for for G1 collectors, you know this is one of those really expensive G1 figures, you know so. Yeah. I mean, everyone, you know, wants to have one in their collection, but, you know, for me, I just, I don't have any kind of, I don't have any nostalgia to bring that to me, so, um, but uh, it's very, very popular with a lot of fans. Yeah, and and I'll, uh, I'll get the, I'll get the U.S. release of it at Toys R Us, saving my 10% on Thursday, maybe using some reward dollars to get it down to like 40 like I don't mind getting something because I'm a Wreckers fan, and and then uh, Last Stand of the Wreckers, he's the main bad guy, you know. So I'll get it just for that at forty, but I'm not going to pay seventy or eighty for the Takara version, whatever they do a little bit better, you know. Um, let's see. Hasbro determined to revive the GI Joe franchise. Um, I put that they still love them. Um, so this is what they're kind of grouping them in is so, so they say, here's our motion picture franchises. So you get all the My Little Pony, Transformers, GI Joe, Micronauts. Okay. So motion pictures. Uh, we get franchise and partner brands, so they have all their big ones. Transformers, Nerf, Play-Doh, uh, Magic. Um, you, you keep going down, and then these are called... An, uh, Transformers is called a... or Sorry, G.I. Joe is called a emerging brand. And then it's further, further labeled as a challenger brand's. So it's kind of like, here's the shit that we're having a hard time pushing. And, Listen, uh, they've got G.I. Joe next to Furby. So yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> kind of a slap in the face. That's wow. exactly right. So it's kind of like, oh, God. Uh, let's mm. see. Super 7 had, and this is what I was hoping. Uh, so have you read these, Alias Angel, Alias? these uh new super seven bios uh no i have not are you seen them online but i haven't read it yet okay so are you more of with masters you're more of toy right you could really care less Um, about the history and all that kind of stuff uh, actually uh uh, my nostalgic is from filmation because i was i was in the 80s and when i arrived um uh, from from Hong Kong, so uh, I'll I'll tell you more about it, my origin <laughs> later. <laughs> but um, once <laughs> once I arrived, uh, pretty much um, I, you know after school, it was it was He Man, you know GI Joe, He Man, Transformers, and watched nice. those. So I I just know that that particular um, fiction at uh, that early early time, like early uh, I think it was 80, 83, 84. 485 that's it pretty much um and uh, these bio cards i find it fascinating on the classic cards i read some of those mm-hmm. and it seems like they're expanding the universe and i love reading that um i never knew uh for example 
the faceless one it's evelyn's father for example that's pretty pretty awesome yeah um you know the faceless one right yep or do you yeah (laughs) yeah yep okay so, um, so yeah, yeah, some of that stuff I'm like I found it very interesting. Um, but uh, I didn't read these new ones yet. Yeah, no. But uh, and I haven't either. I I nope. really okay. uh, I really I followed the bios for a while instead until people started. So this is how negative Nancy's can really kill the fun and the fandom is I started reading the bios and really was excited about them until people started bashing them. And as <laughs> soon as they became quote politicized, you know, there were people saying they were great. There were people saying they were trash. I was like, eh, I'm done, you know? And, and I know I should make up my own mind. I should read them and like them to where I like them. But you get people like, well, that's not how it happened in the mini comic or that's not how it happened in the golden books or, you know, that's not how it happened in the UK. And then I'm like, okay, this is just getting beyond me and I don't give a shit anymore. So, but if you want to get the link to it, Again, openyourtoys.com, top of the page, show notes. You can go read those for yourself. Um, I I only got two ultimates. I got He-Man, and he's going to stay carded. Um, and then I got... Yep, and I got a Tila. So I'll probably read... Okay. I, I usually read packaging when I open the figure. To me, that's part of mm-hmm. the fun. Reading the bio... Mm-hmm reading the warnings, all that kind of stuff. So I'll read the warning label. Do not choke (laughs) on small pieces. (laughs) (laughs) You got to be safe or sorry, you know, better safe than sorry. (laughs) Um, Let's see. uh, Behind the scenes of the uh, last night toys. And this is kind of just more of a lead in, but this is a really cool article uh, released by Pulse. So if you hadn't heard that word in a while, they're still out there. Hasbro's uh, little uh, blog site. Um, Really cool. You're getting to see sketches where they're sketching out the uh, sketching out the engineering on it. You can kind of see how they're talking about like the mushroom pegs, how they're going to slide in the arm of the bumblebee. Um, Then you get to see renders and that kind of stuff. I I dig this kind of stuff. I I dig just seeing yeah. where this all comes from. You can tell like uh who is this guy? The leader Dragonstorm uh prototype. You can tell while it's done with a really good one, it's still built by a 3D printer. You can see all the mm-hmm. 3D printed lines on it. Um just really cool stuff so if that interests you just go take a look there's not tons of words it's it's mostly picture heavy you know but uh it gives you kind of a good look at at what they're doing behind the scenes and then like i say this is more of a lead-in to show these two amazing movie concepts that i'm just so sad that didn't make it first mm. a uh oh and this yeah, and this is the first one is the snake. Oh, I love that. And they have the yeah, little guy really in there cool. wow. the scale. Yep. Oh. Really cool. Now see this, like you say, 
Lotus, this is something I'd like to see in a, if it had been in the movie, because I'd have to make a connection to it. But this would some be something I'd like to see in a statue, you know, because yeah. you're never going to get a good toy out of this. You might right, get right. an okay toy out of it. You're never going to get a good one. But, yeah, <laughs> that thing is amazing. Um, <laughs> and then next, uh, the gorilla. And people just Primal. ate shit with this. Like, oh my god, why didn't they have Optimus Primal? Oh, Jesus. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, that ape is amazing. Yeah. That is where I like the hyper detail. You know, everybody says they hate the hyper detail of the movie. You know, they want everything smoothed out. These concepts are where I like that hyper detail. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can see the mus- muscular structure. You can see all the, you know, the engineering to make him operate like that. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. uh, that's really really nice. It's really interesting how they decide to either choose characters or, or not put characters in. I mean, maybe we'll see him in a in a future movie. Yeah, and it's so. This is crazy. So if you just look at it, it says notes, rough primal with Optimus head with Optimus head elements file name R primal primal with Optimus morph elements version <laughs> two FT. Like I want to know what all that means. Like I use naming conventions at work all the time, you know, because I'm working with digital files constantly. I'm like, all of that means something. And I want to know what it means. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. Um, Hasbro Investor Day. So this is always a, a fun one. Um, I'm not going to go too crazy. Let's see. Uh, talking about the Bumblebee and Transformers 6 movie. Uh, something we're going to talk about a little bit later is the uh, new uh, animated series coming to Transformers called uh, Transformers Cyberverse. Uh, but lots of kind of good information here to just talk about like, uh, how the revenue from entertainment from Hasbro has gone from 15%, uh, more or just uh, 13 years ago to 38% of its revenue, a toy company, 38% of its revenue is movies, cartoons, comics, that kind of thing. Um, really cool again for transformers fans because we're that's one of the flagships it's basically uh transformers then my little pony are the two like running the show i guess what i what i don't understand is you know it's supposed you know transformers is supposed to be one of their premier brands but it it just seems like at the you know on the store shelves, um, they're just very very small sections. You know, I mean, we don't get large transformer sections. There's there's more wrestling figures than there are transformer figures on the shelves. That's true. That's so true. I, I don't I don't understand how that works. I mean, I wonder if Hasbro reps actually on un, you know know you know are they actually in the stores? You know, looking at what Walmart's doing and I mean, all those planograms and stuff that they use, I mean, they have to, I don't know if that's Walmart's decision or if that's Hasbro's decision, but I don't know. I mean, Walmart's targets, they, they all, 
they hardly have anything, you know, as far as Transformers anymore. So it just, I don't know, discouraging. Yeah. And they are in the store. I I have met a regional Hasbro representative. Or oh, wow. Something. Cool. Yeah. I, he had a Hasbro shirt on. And it, and it was a polo, like he was dressed oh, nice. nicely. And I was like, are you with Hasbro? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, are you just here to check out the layouts? And he's like, yeah, I'm making sure that everything's displayed the way it should be. Hmm. So um, wow. what I've heard before from people that work in the retail industry, so they work on the other side, is that all of that negotiation for... Uh, aisle space is done between Hasbro and the stores, you know? So Hasbro says, Hey, we're having a big movie coming out. We want to get at least 20 feet. And then Walmart will say, no, there's also going to be a Marvel movie out that time. So we're going to give 10 feet to them. So you can only have 12, you know, and all this kind of stuff. So it, it, it is a joint venture. Um, the stores obviously have the in say in it, but uh, yeah, yeah. I but I know I know the the moral of the story is toy companies are constantly fighting for space. Ha- if Hasbro, if if Walmart would give Transformers an entire aisle, Hasbro would say we'll make an entire mm-hmm. aisle's worth of shit, but. That's just not the case. So I think I think what they can get in stores also dictates to Hasbro what they're going to put out. You know? I mean, you know, just, just comparing to just comparing to prior years, you know, with movie years, mm-hmm. it just seems for Transformers Five, there really isn't a whole lot of shelf space for Transformers Five for any of the for any of the figures. So I, I was just 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 even just taking you know. I mean, in prior years, we would have we would have a good section of movie toys. Yeah, I mean, you know, but Transformer. I don't know. I just I, I'm just not I'm not seeing it. You know, so oh, it's just it's interesting. Hold on, my daughter's uh, <laughs> my daughter's um, just, somehow just turned... on a side note. Go ahead. Just on a side note, uh, over Asia. Um, the transformer section is huge. Um, compared to, let's say, when you walk into your local Target section of Transformer mm-hmm. in Asia, that section is times five. <laughs> wow, it's times five. Yeah, wow. um, that stuff is also competing with the Asian um, uh, uh, toys such as Gundam. Um, Common Rider, Power Ranger toys. I mean, yeah, they're 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 fighting equally, comparing, com- competitioning to those Asian toys too. So um, I'm, I don't know here too well. Uh, maybe um, the selection is always vague too because of down here, um, over there, you would have that product so many times laying against the wall. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, mean, I, I guess that's a real big difference. It's just um, you know over the years, you know, even starting with the first Transformers movie, 
you had a whole aisle's worth of Transformer 1 toys. And then Revenge of the Fallen, you had a whole aisle worth of, you know, Revenge of the Fallen. But, you know, as we keep on going into these movies, we just, um, I mean, I don't know, just, just right now, it just doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of product out there, you know. And, um, you know, it, it's almost like there's, there's maybe two or three pegs worth of generations figures and then maybe maybe the rest is the movie stuff right now but um it just i don't know it just doesn't seem as prevalent as it has been in the past for a movie year normally a movie year you would have you know a half of an aisle or almost a whole aisle like even even toys r us when you walk into toys r us in, in prior movie years you would You'd, you'd be greeted with that huge display when you first walk in. And it just seems like for Transformers 5, they really didn't do that. They kind of put it off to the side. It, it, it was there when you walk in, but it was a, you know, just kind of off to the side. And it just wasn't right in your face. So I don't know. It's just, it's interesting now, you know, on how they decide, you know, how they decide to set up these displays. And, you know, um, I don't know. It's, yeah, I, I yeah, just, I, I see. I, I see you mean too. Also, like, also, um, there's also a lot of movies that's uh, hitting the summers and all that kind of stuff. You got one Wonder Woman you're competing with, right? That's uh, another new movie, and then you have um, what is she want? The Minions are coming back, and you have all these other toys that's fighting for space that's from a movie. So <laughs> it is, it is, it's tough in the retailers. They they they're trying to they try to allocate space equally, but you know at the end of the day it's like whichever sells you know yeah whatever products they want to put. Uh, you just screen. you just would think that you know Transformers being as 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 old of a brand and mm-hmm. as popular of a brand it is that it would it would take priority over other things you know so i mean i don't know if the minions is i don't know who makes you know who actually is behind that if that is a hasbro product or whatever but i mean hasbro has got you know a lot of control you know inside these stores so yeah i don't know it's just um it's interesting i I think there's actually more um i mean as far as like rescue bots and stuff, there seems like there's a, a, a larger section for, for, you know, the younger children's toys. Um, so yeah, I know those are definitely it. there, but, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. It's just, yeah, interesting. They're, they're, I heard that, um, you know, well, definitely the toy manufacturer, they're catered to the kids, obviously. Oh yeah. <laughs> sure. Most. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, collector okay. collector items. There's going to be secondary or third. So, if anything, hmm. but you know, but I mean, and you know, to to side note that I mean, hmm. you know, it is it is collectors, you know, or you know, people that are, you know, of a, um, I mean, maybe not in in a in the teenager area, but maybe you know when they when they maybe if they're who knows maybe if they're in their their eight you know 20s or whatever and they just start um you know wanting to collect some of the figures you know it's um i don't know they're mm-hmm. those are people that have some money disposable income to mm-hmm. spend and i don't know i mean look look at yeah. voltron i mean look at voltron you have you have the Netflix series. You've got all the different Voltrons. You know now you've got the diecast series that just came out. I mean, 
you can't tell me that that stuff is not focused towards the collector market. I mean, the average, the average, you know, mom and pop is not going to be walking through the aisle and they're not going to keep on, you know, repurchasing the same figures for their kids, you know? So if they already purchase the, you know, the, the plastic set, they're not going to go ahead and and try to purchase the die cast set, you know, they don't care about that. Yeah. Right. right. All right. Sorry guys. Problem with having a automated house that is voice activated Mm -hmm. is when your daughter has articulation issues. So your voice activation (laughs) doesn't recognize what she's saying. (laughs) She's like, Alexa, turn the light on. It's like, I don't understand that command. So I'm trying to turn it on from my phone and I'm like, is it on? No, it's not on. And then I learned she turned it off at the lamp itself. I'm like, Oh my goodness. I'm like, God. (laughs) All right. Uh, so I'm sorry. I missed the whole conversation about the, yeah, it was just in regards to shelf space and, and the interesting, you know, of how Transformers, the, the movies, you know, they, when the, the first, first movie came out it was a whole aisle worth of toys you know revenge of the fallen whole aisle worth of toys but now it's it's just it's just dwindled down to next to nothing so i say good riddance (laughs) (laughs) Um, all right let's see next up let's move on to third party first up 3d joe poster sale and larry hama interview Again, not a huge Larry Hama uh, fan, so you people, if you are, you can go uh, read that interview. Uh, but I am a 3D Joe's fan. Uh, he does a website where he does 3D spins of G.I. Joe figures, vehicles, box art, all kinds of stuff. And he has made some amazing posters that include the Loose Joe's, uh, the card art, box art. He has a life-size uh, flag poster, a life-size pterodrome poster. Uh, he has what he calls the Rolodex, which is a poster of the bio cards or the uh, uh, file cards on the back. Yeah. And so, if you've never got any, now is the time till August thirty-first. August thirty-first. All of his posters are five bucks yeah. plus wow. shipping, but I think he has like a flat That's rate awesome. on his shipping. So well worth it, especially the, I, I didn't really, I didn't really care about the loose ones where he's posed them in a certain pose and then taken a picture of them. But like the card yeah. art and the box art posters, I mean, what better to frame and put in a Joe room than, you mm-hmm. know, the class of 82 to 85 and 86 to 87 and 88 to 89. Like, what more could you ask for? Wow. So, Those are beautiful. Yeah. Wow. And and they're high quality posters. I didn't buy them until I went to JoeCon last year and I got to actually touch them. You know, and feel them, mm-hmm. and they are amazing quality posters. And he's got all the vehicles as well. I wonder if this is his collection or if he borrowed. Uh, this is an amazing collection. Whoever owns this, uh, 
I think he said that he's gotten some pieces. He said, if I remember correctly, he said he's photographed all of them himself, but that not all the pieces are from his collection. He's had friends send him things. Cool. Uh, but the cool thing that he does for good or bad, some people think it's, some people like the nostalgia of seeing a Toys R Us sticker for two ninety nine on a GI Joe, you know, but what he does is he, he paints out all the scuffs. He paints out any bubble imperfections. He paints mm. out price tags using Photoshop and restores them to where it's like case fresh when they pulled it out of the box, you know? So definitely take a look at those if you're a Joe fan or a poster fan. Um, Toy Hacks August update was really kind of lackluster. Um, I guess unless you're a uh, Action Master Optimus Prime, they have a sticker and an accessory upgrade kit for the uh, Laser Prime or uh, he was the uh, regular triple changer prime and the Titans return line where you can make him look like an action, like the action master colors. So the oranges and the, the crazy early nineties colors on him. Um, and really that's, that's the only highlight of this month's mm-hmm. things. Uh, well, I guess one other thing that I dig is the hot soldiers soundtrack. So the, Little Legends Soundwave, um, which is amazing, by the way. It's it's only like sixteen bucks. It was this company out of nowhere that I was like, for sixteen bucks, even if it's a piece of shit, I'm not going to worry about it. And it turned out to just be an amazing toy. They released a sticker set for that. So again, a, a great cool. one to have if you have that set or if you're planning on getting it. And it's only five bucks. So I guess that would be the highlight of this month's update. <laughs> uh, now, uh, Lotus, do you do, do you do repro labels? Do you upgrade no. your stuff? No. Uh, I mean, I, I just, I feel that they're too expensive. Me too. Honestly. I mean, it's, way. you know, if, you, if you're going to spend, you know, if you're going to spend 30 bucks for a set plus, you know, $12 to ship. I mean, I don't know. It's, that's too, that's too much money. I, I agree. I agree. I've only jumped on some of their like special deals and even even characters that are flagships in my collection that I'm like, this is a really good set. I still won't buy it because I'm not going to pay 20 bucks for a figure and then 20 bucks for stickers for it. You know, although um, I, I do buy uh, the repo labels from them, uh, but for sure. my um for customization for GI Joe stuff, like oh, uh, so more like, like if I were to buy stuff. a true hero, y- yeah, um, a true hero like a whale that looks like a whale, but I would buy the whale stickers and I just label all up. So oh, that's um, right, you did that, and it, yeah, it, it mm-hmm. looked amazing. It did look amazing. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, next, I, I bought a, a lot of a lot of stickers from them. Actually, I'm ready to make other projects like the Dragonfly. I bought this black helicopter. Um, I think it's from a true true hero line again. And I'm I'm going to make that like Dragonfly 2.0. But you know, I already got the figure Wild Bill, so he's ready to go in there. And I just gotta make some time and 
sticker it up. So <laughs> it sounds it sounds cool. I mean, like I said, if they were just yeah. if they were a little bit cheaper, I, I would definitely I definitely get into it. But um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. And and for me right now, I'm I'm really focusing on the the masterpiece transformer line and. And you know everything is kind of go- moving towards you know cartoon accuracy, and, and honestly, they're mm-hmm. really you know it's it's a more simpler design, and you know you really mm-hmm. don't you really don't need any kind of anything you know any kind of stickers to Additional accentuate stickers, anything. Yeah. yeah, because you're you're trying to get that simple cartoon deco, you know. So mm-hmm. I agree. I have masterpiece too, and I do not buy stickers for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh wait, I do buy one uh, MP10. <laughs> That's all. I don't know why I did that. But that was expensive. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that's that was one of the more pricier ones for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh let's see uh Mattel Vault memberships. Oh god. They just keep doing this shit. Mattel. So they are offering the new vault. Wait, Wait did you, uh, you Yeah, you're still party, third party, party third right? Party. Oh, sorry. I skipped online. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> We're not that fast. <laughs> so I need to. I need uh, to. Yeah, go. we're at the. I I think it was a I think it was a not a Freudian that'd be the wrong wrong term but I need to go help McKenzie uh, with something. Peter, why don't you talk sure. about the Diaclone reboots? Okay. Yes. This is my thing. (laughs) So everybody know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'll Um, be right. The Diclone reboot V2. Yep. Okay. Um, The V2. Um, This is the uh, the brand new big power GV. Um, A lot of people don't know what this mecha is, and uh, essentially, it's almost. I I think it is eleven. No, wait. Twelve inches tall. Nice. I think it was. Yeah, it's twelve or thirteen point five inches tall. I, I I forgot the specs on it, and um, it can pretty much detach every pieces of himself and then turn into vehicles and then um, take other vehicles and combine to other vehicles and make other things. So the combination, it's um, I would say pretty much thirty plus, <laughs> just on uh-huh. one mecha. Yeah, and um, if. If you're a person who likes to um, create your own vehicle or something, um, if you have an imagination, you want to just just make your own kind of kind of different kind of vehicle for your for for what your uh, for your play, I guess. This is kind of one of those toys. It doesn't have any backstory or cartoon to to support this line, um, but they. I although there are some reading materials that you, you can try to try to have an imagination with it, sort of. <laughs> uh, they don't have any bad guys or villains. They, I don't think they ever have a. Yeah, they didn't. I don't think they ever built any of those. Um, it's all good guys, even in the past vintage toys um i mean it looks awesome it definitely looks awesome and the the play pattern you can do so much with it i mean it's it's really really neat yeah and now they just released a video so um for those who want to see how all the vehicles come together um they made a uh, cgi video so you can check that out and uh it's pretty neat um they you know took the time to show you that 
how this massive amount of pieces can turn into a big giant robot. <laughs> now, all of the all of the the diaclone, those all the little drivers are, are they still have the magnetic feet for this set? Yes. Or yes. okay, cool. Yes, yes, they do. They continue to do so. Um, I never understood that mentality actually because the entire toy doesn't have um, magnets. Oh, well, it doesn't have any die casts. Right, but they do right. come with magnet plates, so okay. you can stick them up in certain areas of the vehicle. Hmm. But um, I assume, just assuming, <laughs> that they will come out with a playset of some sort that has magnetic attachment for these um, dial knots, so they can stand on. So, um, yeah. so we'll, we'll see. <laughs> and, it's, it's uh, neat. And, yeah, and we just had an ex- expo, the color time had a 2017 expo uh, where people can visit their latest and greatest V2 um, Diaclones display and some of the things that they're working on. Um, for those attendees, um, they also have two exclusive items they can pick up during the convention. Uh, one of them is the DA08EX uh, power type C type set. Uh, essentially what that is is a clear version of a power suit. That um, looks, that looks mean, really neat. That. Yeah, I was going to say, I love that. Really? You guys digging a clear well, one? I mean, anything anything clear. in clear is really neat. It's just, you know, it's it's fragile, but uh, it's neat looking. You can see yeah. the engineering. That's what I like yes. to see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this thing is going for about, I think on eBay, about $100. And uh, as you can see at, on the Takara Tommy sites, it's going for 3300 yen. So it's a lot cheaper. So uh, I don't know. People are, should buy it elsewhere. Yeah. And exactly. Let me see. Now, the second exclusive that they have here is the Cloud, the Diaclone uh, Cosmo head in hero color. What that means is they released another version of the Diaclone, of the Dire, dire Batters but in um, in a space Cosmo look. But a lot of people like that particular head. Hmm. So they want it in the hero color look. Well, here it is. Here is the hero color for 1,500 yen. Um, if you want to do an easy map, just knock out the two zero at the end. So just say 15 bucks, okay? Yeah, okay. <laughs> and, um, but um, to get one of these, you got to be at the convention. So in other words, eBay, 60 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you yeah. you can't you can't order from Takara Tommy Mall directly if you have a U.S. address. You have to do a use a third party kind of a thing. So yes, that's correct. Um, and for those people who's are kind of savvy of import stuff, they usually go to uh, Monorake. And mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Monorake. Uh, yeah. Go for all that exclusive and rare stuff too. So. But um, uh, on that note, um, guys, uh, I am expiring tonight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, th- thank you for welcoming me to the show. And um, I really enjoy um, the, um, my stay and uh, a lot of fun talking with you guys about the, the world of toys today. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. And I uh, for- hope to... Uh, see you guys again and thank you so much heck yeah thank you for being on the show we appreciate it 
Cool. And uh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll be talking to you soon, brother. <laughs> Later. Okay. Mm, bye bye. All right. So there's a little education on the diaclone die battle. Yeah, that was, that's great. That's great. I mean, it's it's real interesting. It's it's got a lot of different modes, a lot of a lot of play pattern that you can get out of it. It's nice. Yeah, that's uh, Peter always gives me shit about one opening my toys because he's like, "What did you get?" And I'm like, "I got this, this, and this." He's like, "What have you <laughs> opened?" I'm like. Nothing. He's like, he has a whole like. He tries to open at least five to seven toys a week. He's wow. like, I try to. He's like, I try to spend at least this much time playing with them. Like, he he sends me so many because he's a photographer too. So mm-hmm. he sends me so many pictures that he never publishes anywhere. He's just like, look how much fun I'm having with my toys. You need to have fun with your toys, <laughs> you know. <laughs> So I think he'll be, I think it, uh, he, this was kind of like, Hey, I, what do you think about being on the show? So if he enjoyed it, I, I think he'll be a great contributor as somebody that likes to play, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't have any connections to this kind of stuff and it's just too expensive. Like, I put it in third party more so just because it's like third party prices, you know? Yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm like, I I just, not for that price, just to have fun. I can have fun with my uh, Hasbro Transformers too. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Mythic Legion updates. Uh, the Arena Troll that is on pre-order right now. This is the uh, Cyclops Troll. Uh, they call it Brontis. Uh, they reveal the new weapon for it that is just absolutely amazing. Like, it makes me want to buy it just for this. This new weapon for the Arena Troll, so like a Gladiator Troll, is a mace of a troll skull. Like, oh, it's a troll skull. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's a skull of another troll. That he's, uh-huh. like, jammed this huge, like, spear top into to make a mace. And this is what I love about the Four Horsemen, man. When you just let their creativity go wild, they do stuff like this. I mean, how scary would it be to come in and face, a one, a gigantic <laughs> troll, but his weapon is another gigantic troll's head that's, yeah. you know, been impaled on a spike kind of thing. So I just love that kind of shit. Um, let's see. And then the big one, and I'm so pissed that he let left right before this is because he's like following this like crazy is the uh zombie lab kickstarter um this is by a company called dream concept studios out of hong kong um they are all of these were designed or i shouldn't say designed all of these were produced by Boss Fight Studio, so the guys that did Marauder and the Valkyries line and uh, the um, Vitruvian Hacks line. Yep, yep. So, uh, one, amazing because it's just, there's a ton of civilians, which you don't necessarily get in action figure lines. Uh, 
He says, my wifey tapped my shoulder and said I really needed to get off. <laughs> I, so all these all these figures are definitely they're all articulated it looks like too yeah they're all it's all using the hacks system and what hacks stands for is highly articulated customizable kit system that's what Hmm. i want to say um but anyways it's it's they are universal joints across the Marauder figures, their own figures. Now these, and they're actually working with a couple other companies to come up with other lines too that use the same system. So you literally should be able to take any of those zombies and pop out their arms and put a different arm on. Or, That's awesome. Or, you know, you're like, oh, I, I love this chest, but I'd rather have different legs. You know? and, and how tall are these? Now, it says 118th scale. Is that a three and three quarter? Is that what that, is yes. that, what that is? Or, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's three and three quarters. So in, in the modern scale of things, these are closer to four inch. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, they'll... They'll line up perfect with Modern Joes um, and, and some of the other lines that they've done. Uh, so uh, where Peter's big uh, uh, thing that he loves is girl figures. So him and I went in on their, on Marauders, Valkyries uh, Kickstarter, and that was the all-female military figures. Uh, so he's all about these females. I'm all about the zombies. Like, I love that these are just, they're not an army guy that's a zombie, like what we've gotten in Joe. They are just zombies. There's a guy in torn shorts and, and eviscerated intestines coming out, you know, (laughs) like, like to me, that is so cool. Um, and they're going, they were they had a lot of momentum and now they've slowed down a little bit. Um, but I'm hoping if they could pick momentum back up towards the end, how much more do they have here? They have five more days to go. If they can unlock, you know, maybe 10 more figures, I might go all in on this. And that's where you get one of each. Because if you can get those 10, right now these figures are 30 bucks a piece with $5 shipping. So they're not cheap for a three and three quarter figure. Yeah. But if you can get to that mark where they've unlocked approximately about 10 more, you're almost getting to the point where they're half off. So you're getting huh. these figures at 15 bucks a piece. So, and that's. With my cheap ass, that's where you start scratching an itch. You're like, "Oh, I could get them half off, huh?" <laughs> you know. So let me let me ask you a question. I, I've I've never done a Kickstarter. I, I obviously I know what Kickstarter is and everything, but technically, the company doesn't really have to deliver, right? I mean, because it's yeah. you, you're just you're just backing them. You're backing them with a possible promise of a gift, maybe, and the exactly. gift is the figure, but technically you're just trying to support them to get their business going, technically. Exactly. Like so I, even if it's funded, they don't have to give you anything, right? That, I mean that's exactly right. Okay. I'm that's dealing true. with something I, I've never had a problem in the past. Especially with like the Marauder bigger ones where I've pledged seven hundred dollars. 
Like, oh, I mean, wow. that's pretty hardcore, like, oh, yeah, to that's... just <laughs> hope you get your stuff. But they oh, were yeah. reputable companies. This right. is a brand new company. But what gives me solace is these are actual produced, and whether they're 3D printed or whatever, they've been molded. You know, they've been molded, they've been painted. So they've put a ton of work to get to this point. Mm-hmm. I think the last thing they want to do, well, and I was going to say, is take their $150,000 and leave. You right, know? right. Um, now, one, a smaller one I contributed to last year was a guy that is is real popular in the G.I. Joe groups. He did he did custom decals, so kind of like repo labels, mm-hmm. but but they were water slide decals. Okay, um, and so he's like, I I got this new machine, but I need to buy paper and ink for it. But it's a much better machine. All of his had backgrounds on them, so you would have to like meticulously cut out the logo uh, if you didn't right. want a background. So this new machine would allow him to print on transparent paper. Uh, so he did this Kickstarter and he maybe got like $1,500. But I, the one thing I loved was at the $50 level, you could design your own decals. Hmm. So I was going to do like open your toys, water slide yeah. decals. I was going to do some Python patrol, uh, some of the uh, transformer uh, G.I. Joe crossover ones as mm-hmm. decals because again that's my job that's what I do um, so it wouldn't be that hard for me now this guy I've never heard from since I've oh, messaged wow. him on Facebook he hasn't updated that <laughs> he completely fell off the groups yeah. and I'm just kind of like really is $1500 worth like being a you know, being an outcast in the communities where you were he's, like a, a superstar. He's sitting, he's sitting in his room right now with his printer, just printing all kinds of stuff. You know? Yeah, it, yeah. And in a <laughs> year, when everybody forgets, he's like, "Look at all this cool ass shit I did." Yeah. You know, and I'll be like, "I paid for that stuff." You know, and you never know what goes on in people's life, especially a single person operation. Maybe his dad died, you know, maybe his wife died, you know, you never know. So, but to me, it's just like, email me back, say, I'm having a hard time. You will get your stuff. Even if it takes me the rest of my life, I will get you your stuff. Do that. You know, that's all you got to do. But so, yeah, there's been, there's been 50 bucks, which I have no recourse. Like, right. no one will do anything because it was a year ago. Even my credit card company won't do right, anything exactly. about it. You know, so you take a chance. Peter was freaking out because the Valkyrie figures we went in, in together with got delayed by three months. And he's like, are, are we going to get anything? Are they just going to take our money? I'm like... An online store like that that's been around for 13 years is not going to close up shop, you know, because something got screwed up. You right, know? right. But they could have, you know. Yep, they definitely could, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, DX9 Power Glide. So this is a MP Power Glide. I think yeah. we talked about this on the last We show. did. 
Okay. We did. Yeah, All right. We did. Peter put it in his notes, so I added it's, it. It's but. looking it's looking good. It's it's coming together, you know. Yeah. Um, we talked about this too, but now we have color pictures of G1ers, uh, uh, sea serpents, and this is where you can get a Cobra More um, and a couple other miscellaneous. The More is the big one that I want, but again, and and it's a good price. For the amount of pieces you get and all that kind of stuff, it is a good price. It's 90 bucks. It's just, I wouldn't pay ninety bucks if it was a if it was a Hasbro original one, right? You right. know, like it's just more than I'm going to spend on a, a vehicle I like from the GI Joe line, but not something. So like he that. doesn't. He G One or doesn't uh, just does it all on his own. He, he doesn't submit it to Lego Ideas or anything like that, or. No, because there's no way Lego would ever work with Hasbro after they did oh. Creo. After they uh, did a, a third okay. party, like Lego will pro. I assume that some executive would be like, "Fuck no!" If they've ever okay. worked with it, if they've ever made or worked with a competing brand, we're not going to touch them. Gotcha. So. Yeah, I, I assume that there is no chance of getting, you know, Lego GI Joe. Um, and then last up, speaking of Lego, so w- what you were talking about, submitting concepts via the Lego Ideas um, mm-hmm. um, program, I guess, for lack of a better word. So th- this is where people submit mocks. That stands for my own creation. Uh, to Lego on this website users can vote for them and then Lego will ask you how many would you buy how much do you think this would cost you know would this be good for kids teenagers adults and you answer these survey questions if you can get 10,000 votes your your submission goes into review okay so uh now Lego takes that says, can we get the license? How expensive is it to produce? What's going to be the audience for this? So when this review, you had simple things like a boat repair shop, which is like a little shack. Yeah. Um, then you have something like uh, the Hulk Buster Ultimate Collector Series. So this is like a 5,000 or maybe not a 5,000, like a two or 3,000 piece Hulk buster figure, right? You know, so two or $300. Um, then you get, uh, the ultimate collector series, Ray speeder, you know? So this is like a thousand to 2000 piece speeder, the iron giant vintage tram, like an old school tram car that has no license whatsoever. Um, so they take those and then, uh, once and seen, this is saying the third 2016 review, uh, um, I thought it was one a year, but they're doing more, I guess now, then they'll pick a set or two to create. And this year it was the ship in the bottle. Yeah. That really looks awesome. It is. I mean. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a, you know, a collector of any, any, you know, ships or anything like that. But man, that is really cool. That is really neat. 
Well, and they and they say in the video that they picked it mainly for the ingenuity going into making the bottle itself. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, the, I think they were saying it's when it, they used windshields or something off of. Uh, I can't remember what what the cl- where the clear pieces came from, but I think they were mm-hmm. windshields or something. Yeah, it's amazing. But a ship in the bottle is all cool. Lego ideas is all cool, but that's not why it's on our show notes. It's on (laughs) our show notes because last year or the previous year, they, they submitted a set that easily got 10,000 votes, but they just couldn't make it happen. Well, they obviously figured out the licensing on it because we are going to get a Lego, old school not defender of the universe old school uh or no wait yes defender of the universe what's the new one like maybe it is called defender anyways yeah we're getting an old school voltron lego so i am so excited yeah this looks amazing yeah The, the only thing i wish is that they were a little bit bigger so you could have minifigs pilot them. But that would yeah. put it that would put that it would. into an astronaut. I mean, I thought there was dollars, I thought there was actual pictures of actual figures. Um no, I don't know. I, I thought there was actual uh there was a breakdown of actual figures that could actually go inside of them, but Interesting. Oh, yeah, and I guess it's what they're never a stickler to where it has to go in the head. They can right. treat it like the old toys where they actually pilot it in the body. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah that might be interesting. Yeah, but they, they look they look amazing. Yeah, they, they look it looks amazing. But like you said, you know, most of these Lego idea sets are um, you know, they're they're not very, very large in physical in physical size. So it's it's probably gonna be maybe ten inches tall, maybe twelve inches tall. I don't even think twelve inches. I'm thinking maybe in the in that ten inch range, ten inch mm-hmm. tall, I'm guessing. You know? Yeah, that's what I'm kind of thinking too. And you can, if you're really this interested in it, uh, listeners, you can uh, go to Lego Ideas. You can find the original submission, and they usually detail very specifically, like how big it is, how many pieces it is. But Lego will always take those and they kind of rework them, and then there's a whole community thing of oh my god they 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 bastardized this you know brilliant man's set you know to make it cheaper or more kid friendly Mm -hmm. or something so um all right well let's go ahead and take another break uh we're gonna have to blow through the rest of the show Oh, where we're going to end up with another four-hour show. But we'll uh, take another break, so we'll be back after these messages. Peace. Peace. Towering over Cobra, it's the awesome G.I. Joe headquarters. So massive it holds over 50 Joe figures with searchlight, three missile launchers, eight electronic sounds, and removable rapid-fire guns. 
But Cobra strikes the headquarters battle targets and triggers a jailbreak. Destro's escaping. Blast the tower and it passes down. G.I. Joe headquarters with electronic sounds, rapid fire gun, and blast action targets. Figures sold separately. All right, guys, welcome back. Uh, we're gonna get into online and and forgive us. We're gonna we're gonna kind of go fast. Uh, it is my daughter's bedtime. And it is getting late for everybody, so let's do online TFC store open to everyone now. Everybody can pay overinflated secondary market <laughs> prices for toys that cost them regular retail, just so they can squeeze every last penny out of this license. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I'm sure if you listen to the last show... There's some hard-to-find figures, that kind of stuff, but you're not going to get a deal on them. And it's and it's no backsies. So if something's broken on it, too bad. You paid secondary market price for a broken toy, which I'm just like... I guess you could take it to the credit card company at that point, yeah. right? Yeah. The credit card mm-hmm. company is going to be like, we don't care that you say you can't return it. Right. <laughs> if it's broken, our customers don't have to pay for it, kind of thing. Um, and then now time to go on to vault memberships from Mattel. So Mattel has figured out a new way to squeeze out money from collectors, even more, um, bad repaints and old stock basically. Uh, so they are offering a vault membership. So this is where you can buy older toys that they released a long time ago, including a lot of San Diego Comic-Con exclusives that they still have stock. So for a silver membership, there's no fee. You get 20% off your first order, and then you get early access to select merchandise, pre-sale, and promotion. So basically, that's you just sign up for a website. Now, <laughs> the gold membership is $25 for a year. You get a 25 you get a $20 quarterly reward if you order 80 on orders of 80 or more dollars. So, that's a pretty good deal. If you were planning on buying a bunch of stuff, you know, this quarter if you bought over $80 worth of stuff, that almost pays for your membership right there. Yep. Um then you tack on free ground shipping that probably does pay for your membership. So if you're going to place one order, this isn't too bad of a deal. Um, Now, the big thing here is they're trying to tout that, uh, one, that there is vault exclusive. So we've got Monster High. We have a really weird uh, uh, Dark Knight Returns 2-pack. it's like black versions of the uh, Motu Superman and then the uh, armored Batman. Uh, but their big thing is, is you can also get uh, Comic-Con exclusive, future Comic-Con exclusives. Again, those won't include Masters because they don't do them anymore. But, you know, maybe if you're a big Monster High fan or like my daughter, you have a you have a kid that's a big Monster High fan. Might be worth it just so you can get her the hard-to-get Monster High exclusive next year or something. But I just, God, 
Mattel, man. They've got they've got the marketing geniuses <laughs> working over there, you know. <laughs> like we're doing you a favor and charging you more money for stuff. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh Bit Bad Toy Store put up a bunch of new third party pre orders. Um uh, Including, it looks like a, I hadn't seen this, a new G-Creation six-shot? Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely not interested. There's just too many, there's too many six-shots out there. Yeah. Um, open play, big spring, that's pretty cool. That's the new springer. Um, I don't really know anything about open play. Have but, you, you seen, know. have they done reviews of that one yet? I thought I, I saw reviews. But. I, I saw, I saw some stuff from, uh, from Dame Chalk, but, um, I don't, I don't know if there's any actual reviews out okay. of the figure yet. We get, uh, DX9's, uh, Minasaur. Mm-hmm. That does look good. Yeah. Um, let's see. The only thing in here that interests me is, is the, um, Bad Cubes Huff. And possibly oh, yeah. pipes those two figures there. See, and the only thing I'm I'm doing is the uh, Durden and I fucking hate that they called them Barney, but the Durden and Barney, <laughs> the masterpiece cassettes, because mm-hmm. those look really good. Again, and like when I say I'm doing them, I'm not pre-ordering them. I'm right. waiting for a review right. of them, and yep. if they turn out good. Um, mm-hmm. Because I do like that overkill. I've always been an overkill fan. And then Stegos are my life, you know. So anything Stegosaurus is going to be going to be on the uh, can't wait for a review list at least. Plus, why don't you know who wouldn't want a Barney in their life? You know, <laughs> <laughs> I can just see it being some stupid like show exclusive where it's a purple repaint of it or something. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, not the Planet X uh, War for Cybertron Seekers and Acid Rain and Sunstorm colors. I don't even. I, I'm a Seeker fan. I don't really like those. The Elegos from X Transbots, like horrible figure to begin with. Why the hell would you want to buy a clear, you know, fragile version of it? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, yeah. well, that was fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, from also Big Bad Toy Store again. Not enough for me to buy it, but definitely probably put it into some collectors. Uh, want list is the ATACT uh, from Hasbro is now being offered with a hundred dollar price tag instead of two seventy five. So isn't that the one that Vern says he doesn't like it because of the yellow door? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I won't touch it. Even for 50 bucks, he said he wouldn't touch it. (laughs) And I'm like, because he's a vintage guy, you know? I'm like, it's not supposed to be vintage. It's a new vehicle for, granted, it's supposed to be around the same time that we saw the other ones. But, I mean, I would. There's been reports in my area of people spotting them at Walmart for 60 bucks. Mm-hmm. I probably like if it was at a Walmart and I just had to put it in my cart at that price, I I would probably do that. But yeah, even 
even from Big Bad Toy Store with $4 flat rate shipping, 100 bucks is still too much for this monstrosity. Yeah. Uh, Hasbro, take heed. It, big expensive <laughs> ships should not have play features in them. Articulate them and, and the people that have the money to buy them will buy them. All right. Uh, a, a favorite thing of this show, because I'm usually sleeping on things. I'm not an early adopter. Uh, wasn't an early adopter of Megatron, and now he's gone everywhere. Um, Japanese reissues. So we get a good mixture here. We get uh, some, some uh, what you might consider chug. Um, we're getting a, a, a Metroplex via Takara Tomy Mall. You get some straight reissues with uh, MPs like Ultra Magnus and Megatron. We're getting a, a reissue of a figure with a new accessory with a Target Master Rodimus Prime or Hot Rodimus, as they like to call him on that side of the world. And then I threw in a variant here just for the fun of it, an MP10 Ultra Magnus 7-Eleven version. <laughs> um, but the real, the real discussion here is the reissues, right? What, what are your thoughts on those, Lotus? What, yeah, what do I you mean, think? I, I don't know. I mean, for for Metroplex, or I'm sorry, for Ultra Magnus, that's the third. That's the third run. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's the third time we've seen him, and it just continues to. For Metroplex, that's the second run. Um, and that's a, and that's a good one because oh no, is, it is. He's two sixty or <clears throat> two seventy from Big Bad. And that's what people are paying for the generic Hasbro version. Right. This one right. has chrome, two guns, so that that's a good one if if you still yep. need it. Yeah, but if you think back, because I actually had the the Takara uh, Metroplex. Oh, okay. and I, I, I and but if you think back, that was only one sixty from yeah. Big Bad originally. Yeah. So it's it's gone up in price. Um, but you know, I, I guess the the whole thing is is I mean. I think it comes back to, down to that discussion where if you want the figure, buy it, you know, display it and enjoy it. Don't feel like you're buying it to keep it in a package. Um, I, I, I feel that these figures are going to continue to be reissued over and over again. I, I, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't see it ever stopping. So long and as can, they can make money? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's, it's not like the, when the masterpiece originally started, um, you know, and they, they just, they made a, a couple runs of them and that was it. You know, it's now these figures are being reissued every two to three years. So. Yeah. When you pointed out that time frame to me, I was like, you are right. That is, I mean, the Megatron came quick, and so did the Ultra. The second run of Ultra Magnus came quick, but yeah, right. Yeah, and and I feel you. Like I have a sealed, standard release Metroplex, and it was kind of cool knowing that in my garage somewhere in there, I have a I have a, a Metroplex. I paid like sixty bucks for it. But I have the Comic Con version, so that's what I have displayed. Um, well, I and I'll be honest with you, and I I had I bought 
I had all three of them. So I oh, had the Hasbro, <laughs> the SDCC with the Chrome, and then I had the the the, the, the Takara. And I opened up the Takara, put it together, um, and um, you know displayed it for a while. Then I ended up selling it, and I kept I, I got rid of the Hasbro and the Takara version and kept the SDCC. And I've never even opened that one. I just it, the the box was perfect for display. Yeah, it's it open it's open clamshell. It's just easy to display, and so there it is. Um, and so who knows? I don't know. I, I mean, it's it's going to be one of the figures that I'm going to be you know eventually getting rid of once I make the decision to sell all my retail. I just haven't made the decision yet. Yeah. And so I'm I'm not. Uh, it was nice knowing that there was a $60 figure that was worth $250 now. That Hasbro release is going to tank. And it won't tank, but it'll, yeah, it'll go down to like 150 which is yeah. retail for it. But uh, but again, I'm not crying. Like, yeah, like I- the people that are getting upset, like, I had three of these and now they're not going to be worth anything. Yeah. Like, I think that's the main thing that everyone needs to realize is they're going to continue to reissue these figures over and over again. And so if you, it's good for all of us that, you know, cause I, I missed Ultra Magnus on the first run. So I ended up picking him up on the second run. So, you know, it's definitely good to do that, but it's not good for, for folks out there that are, that are buying them to think that there's going to be some kind of, you know, value, you know, down the, no, it, they're not going to be, it's, you'll, you can possibly get your money back maybe, but that's about it. You're not gonna be able to make any money on on any of these figures. So, you know, buy them, open them up, enjoy them. and, And that's it. Exactly. Now, one you'd have to buy for very specific reasons, at least for most of it, is uh, the Seven Eleven yeah. White Optimus Prime. So yeah. they they do a good thing. So he's got Seven Eleven logos where mm. Autobot logos should go, but it looks like they're either removable pieces or something flips in and flips out or flips around. Uh, to where your 7-Eleven logos could be Autobot logos. So the Prime itself, you could have an official white Ultra Magnus MP10. Well, not really, because oh, the, yes, the waist is still has the green. The green I, yeah, yeah, I just I, noticed that. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it'd be close, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what what I absolutely love about this thing is the uh so it originally came with a spike uh and this one the little seven eleven guy, guy. <laughs> yeah it's a seven eleven clerk and the, their little two ta- two tone vest outfit I fucking now love. now roller that looks like a tampo to me the seven eleven on there looks like a tampo yeah yeah Roll. so you're not gonna get you're not yeah. gonna get a but again. The it's Ultra a green magnet shouldn't come with a roller exactly. shouldn't come with a trailer like that. But I think if you want an MP10 ultra Magnus, just go buy the KBB knockoff of it. You know, it, it, people say the quality's better anyways. So, uh, 
let's see, online hard to find Star Wars figures. So if uh, the only C-3PO Black Series you could ever find was the crazy red arm one, uh, now they are doing solid packs of the gold body Black Series C-3PO. So you should be able to easily pick that up on online stores. And again, if you're a Rogue One completist and you just absolutely have to have the Shore Trooper and Biston, he was the crazy like Badger-looking guy, um, you can buy those. And then one that is kind of tempting me, because I have all of the Rebels figures up to this point, is they have one of the Mandalorians from, and I'm not even caught up, so I don't even know who he is, but it's a Mandalorian jetpack figure, and I really want it, but I'm not going to pay $11 for a five-point of articulation single-carded figure, plus shipping, you know? Mm -hmm. So... But if if those were if that's your thing, they are now up for pre-order. Uh, and we talked about this earlier, Siege of Cybertron. This is the one with the uh, Pounce clone in it. Again, stuff that I don't really care about. It has the Japanese version of Power Master Prime. It has Trigger Happy redone as uh, Metal Hawk. Um, and then it has, what was the boat guy? Not overload. Shit. Uh, this. Uh, God. Which one? The 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 blitz or not the blitzwing the. Uh, God, now I can't even think of the original release of it, and I love it. the The one that turns into the battle tanker and the jet plane. The. Mm. Oh broadside the broadside repaint and yeah i can't even think of his name it's a cybertronian uh character it doesn't even look like broadside at all yeah so yeah that's uh i'm like eh. and i don't even know who the headmaster is it almost looks like a prime but he's purple People are like yelling at us, like Jesus Christ! Call yourself a Transformers podcast, but anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I really want the pounce, so I'm glad they're reissuing this at the hundred dollars because I'm going to buy it and then I'm going to sell off the other figures. Uh, so that's good to know. And then last up, Gentle Giant has their Jumbo Early Bird figure. So again, this speaks to the reissue. These were all figures that were previously issued that are just ridiculous on the secondary market. Again, they're ridiculous in their sealed vintage 12-back carded versions. Mm -hmm. Like loose, you can get them for reasonable prices. But... If you're crazy or you just want to get them at a retail price, they're doing a early bird four-pack of Chewbacca, Princess Leia, Farm Boy Luke, and R2-D2. So, And these are all 12-inch? Yeah. These are their, their scanned-in, like, exact duplicates of the original figures. All the way to the point, and this drives me crazy because I have all of these single-carded, all the way to the point where the Princess Leia's outfit is more yellow than her vinyl cape 
because that's what happened in production in the original Princess Leia figures. And, uh, but it still drives me crazy. Like you mm. could have improved upon it. Everything is supposed to be white. You should have made everything white instead yeah. of yeah. trying to make it that close. Um, and this box is just going to be, Oh, that's kind of cool. It comes with the display stand too. Just like the early bird kit did. Now are they, they're, they're individually packaged though, right? No, no, it's a box set. Oh, so that's going to be through. huge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> click through and look at the bottom picture. Oh, okay, yeah, I see that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Um, all right. Did not too bad on online. Uh, thank God, where we're going to save some time. Uh, <laughs> Peter sent me his what what we got list. It was three pages long oh my goodness three word pages single spaced not like a bullet list or double spaced (laughs) it was single spaced it was three pages long i'm like if he was still on the show i was gonna be like give us your 10 highlights you're not gonna read off 79 things that you got (laughs) but he does it good he's like i'm constantly selling he's like i'm constantly buying but i'm also constantly selling he's like i keep a good balance he's like for almost every toy i buy i sell a toy so I give him props for that because I definitely can't do that. But uh, did you get anything amazing? This it's I think it's been a month since we recorded the last time. Yeah, I mean uh, the only thing that um, that I just received is a is a statue. So um, I've got a I've got a got Boo. a statue there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> Definitely tell us about it. I, I actually, I did finally. I know we talked about Brawny, um, and uh, I did finally unbox um, Backland, which is um, Outback. So it's third third party uh, Backland. So I did unbox that and and uh, did a transformation video of him. So now Brawny and Outback, they're both uh, on my shelf now. So that's nice. Nice, nice. And what was your uh, statue of? Uh, XM Studios, uh, Marvel, um, it was Electro. So it's the classic Electro. Oh, nice. Like, uh, and I know it's not from the television show, but the one, the way he looked in, uh, Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. With the, with the, you know, the, the star, uh, not star, but the, you know, electric face mask, you know, and all that. It's the green and yellow outfit, you know, traditional. Nice. Nice. Um, let's see. I, I got a few things. I, I think the highlight of my gets was I finally found a, uh, Titans return six shot. I had not seen it to this point. So, yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen, I mean, I, 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 even though I'm not buying, I'm still out there looking around just, you know, but yeah, I, I haven't seen a six shot out there. And what was crazy is, so as at a Toys R Us, I was like, what the fuck? They had the the Cybertron, Megatron, or whatever it is, the mm-hmm. one with the weird, like, head pinchers. Yeah. Um, they had that, and I'm like, I'd been there recently. I'm like, how is this? Someone must have done a return. Or if something. I returned it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was like, yeah. what is this doing here? And I was like, yet again, no six shot. And then I walked by some like stocking cart 
where they just had a bunch of toys thrown into it to put back on the shelves, and there was a six shot. And I'm like, yes, yes. So when, when you, I mean, are you, do you concern yourself with the box as well? I mean, do you like having a nice, nice box or? It, if there's two of them, I will first look at paint and, and see which one, like, make sure there's no, like, oh, this eye's all messed up. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, definitely. that'll yeah. be the first thing I do. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I will look at box. I, mm-hmm. I'll buy the one with the better box. Yeah. I won't care because again, nine times out of 10, I'm opening them. Yeah. There's very few toys I buy to say this will stay in its package. No, I mean, I, I, I save all my boxes, so I, I didn't, I didn't know if you save, you know, but I mean, I, even if I open something, I, I save all the boxes. So me too, me too. Yeah. And that's, and that's why if there is one, I'll, I'll compare them. But like if this box was crushed, I wouldn't give a shit because I haven't seen sure. it at all. Yeah. So yeah. I would have bought it. No problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What else do I have? I've, I've put some stuff. Um, I finally saw Shin Godzilla, the latest uh, uh, Japanese Godzilla movie. Hmm. And, and okay. loved it and got that from Toys R Us just because it it's such a throwback to the original Japanese Godzilla movies. There's some goofy shit in it that drove me nuts, but you get to one part and you're just like, oh my God, this is the best Godzilla movie ever. <laughs> so got that from NECA. Um Let's see. I opened my feudal, my, uh, the Foosh articulated icons feudal series. So I got a deluxe ninja and the drunken master from mm, there. Cool. So I've opened those up. I've, oh, I found, uh, uh, the, uh, the last night Voyager Megatron. Okay, yeah. That's actually that's a nice figure. It is. It's a great toy. I found the leader too and the leader prime, but the my my Voyager Prime and my Voyager Megatron are perfect representations for that film. And I got that in the Suburban, the dreadhead guy. Mm-hmm. That guy and Cogman, and I'm done. Four figures from that line and that's all I want. So cool. Um, let's see. Yeah, I think, I I mean, I got more stuff, but again, being laid off, I've really tapered it down. You know, I'm trying to do what I should do instead of what I want to do. So, uh, I've seen lots of stuff that I, I've seen a Trypticon. I didn't buy it. Um, Yeah, I've seen, I've seen a Trypticon as well. Um, it's just really interesting, you know, as far as the, the hips are concerned. You basically just have to take the – you just take the hip off and you just take the spring out and kind of play with the spring a little bit. Just kind of mush it in your finger a little bit and then put it back in and it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I watched I watched a repair video on it because I wanted to see – I mean, I, I shouldn't say I watched. I skipped around. So mm-hmm. I got to see, like, the damage – that it had done to the guy's figure and where he had bought a second one and done this, you know, I, I watched what he had to do, but yeah, uh, that one, that one will 
hopefully be something that I find cheap, you know, just like I did my Metroplex, just like I did my Fort Max. Um, and if not, like I say, I'm not going to worry about it. It'll get reissued, you know, absolutely. if it goes for a lot of money and there's a lot of demand, they'll reissue it. So, um, all right, let's go ahead and get in listener feedback and questions. And I was really hoping he'd be on the show so he could answer his own listener feedback and questions, (laughs) but, uh, both of them come from Peter. Uh, first up, he says, open your toys is about the four greatest properties in the eighties, GI Joe, Motu, star Wars and transformers, uh, for every member in the show. That's you and I, Lotus. Uh, <laughs> please rank what which is the most important to the least important. So let's we'll just do it one at a time. So mine would be Transformers. Then I'm going to do Star Wars. Then I'll do Joe, and then Motu is tail end for me. What about mm. you, sir? Yeah, I mean, I would, uh, Transformers is the first. Uh, G.I. Joe would be my second. Uh, Motu would be my third. And Star Wars would be my fourth. Last. Yeah, we mm-hmm. talked about in the last show how, how, like, even the movies just don't really captivate you like the seems like the rest of the world, right? And it's and like I said, it's weird. I mean, I, I love sci-fi. I love all that. I just, um, it just didn't grab me. And I, I don't know. I don't know why, but, yep. All right, so then the next is on a scale of one to five, and I love that he put stars, uh, one to five, uh, rate your knowledge of each property in regard to fiction, and then your knowledge in regards to toys. So we'll do fiction first, and I'll just do them in the order I did them in. So Transformers, my fiction is probably a two, um, because I've never done the comics, it's it's all cartoons for me. Um, um, I collect the new comics, but again, I don't read them, so it's all what I hear in news stories and stuff like that. Uh, Star Wars, given the breadth of the fiction of Star Wars, I can only do a three. Like, I know a shit ton about the fiction and the expanded universe and stuff like that. Um well, I guess if you throw in the official stuff, like if you throw in the G1 cartoon, maybe Transformers, I'm a three and Star Wars, I'm a four G.I. Joe. I'm a two because all it is is Sunbow for me. I have no idea what went on in those Marvel comics. Um, again, I know that there were red ninjas in there, but I have no idea where they came from, why there were red ninjas, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then Motu, just because there is less of it, I would give myself a four on Motu, um, just because I have read a lot of the comics for Motu. Um, I've done a lot of the, I read almost all of the mini comics, that kind of stuff. So what about you, sir? Oh, well, mine's going to be real easy because (laughs) I'll just, I'm very honest about this stuff. So you know, Transformers, um, you know, for for t- for certain toys, now I'm not going to say everything, but for, for certain certain Transformers, um, I'm going to, you know, I'll rate myself up there maybe around um, maybe a, a three and a half, four maybe. I don't so know. So we're, we're talking about the fiction 
of oh no 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 fiction okay so fiction first so okay uh, so yeah fiction stories movies cartoons and comics all that yeah i mean fiction if we're gonna just talk about the cartoons because that's all i know is just the cartoon um g1 cartoon specifically um i would say you know maybe uh um three i would say maybe a two two and a half three okay um as far as everything else zero absolutely nothing well but so just just give you a little credit like gi joe you've seen all the cartoons right oh yeah yeah i've seen it but i don't have that i don't have that muscle memory um as far as Oh, even being able to like recall episodes. And right, exactly, is. exactly. Oh, I don't okay. have that. I don't have that muscle memory. You know. Yeah. Cause... See, and I've oh. rewatched the series like yeah, I... them, like three times or something. Oh. So I've got a little bit. I, I've that. if 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 Thundercats was on here, I could I could rattle off Thundercats, but it's <laughs> not. So. <laughs> All right. Now this is where this is where we should be heavy hitters. And now it's one to five in regard to toys. Mm-hmm. So uh for me, Transformers, again, I don't have a lot of the Japanese knowledge or a lot of the pre uh pre Hasbro Takara stuff, so like Diaclone. Uh but I would still give myself you know uh but see, now you throw third party in, and I just can't keep up with third party. Mm-hmm. So like a, a three and a half to a four, I would say there. Uh, you know, five would be someone ridiculous. Four is probably a little much. That's somebody that knows all the history and knows all the third party. So three and a half there. Uh, Star Wars, now that is something that I immersed myself in the history and because there's not a lot of third party, we don't have to worry about that. And I and I've had a lot of exposure even to foreign stuff. So Star Wars, I'm gonna I'm gonna put myself a four and a half because there's people okay. like I know what a five looks like, and I'm not mm-hmm. a five, but I wouldn't consider myself a four either. Um, GI Joe, not a heavy hitter on the foreign. But as far as American releases, like, got that down pat. At least if we talk about up until, like, 88, 89. You get into the 90s, and I fucking don't know what's going on there at all. So <laughs> I'll be a little safe. I'll, I'll call myself a three and a half there. Um I, I love how I'm using halves. It, it really allows me to rationalize how I'm not that good, but I'm not that bad either. Um, and then uh, Motu, again, just due to the lack of breadth, and, and I'll really give it give big props to uh, the Battle Ram blog, which I don't even know what the address is, but Google it. Um, because of it, I would give myself easily a four and a half on the Masters toys too. I, I mean, I know about, I know about foreign shit with it. I know about all the histories of the creators and the prototypes and all that. So, I'd give a pretty high rating on the Motu for me. All right, what about you, sir? Um, yeah, I mean Transformers. I would say you know I definitely. Uh, dabble with third party and, and everything. So I do, I do keep up with that. Um, so, I mean, I would say I would definitely, uh, you know, up there on, on maybe a four, uh, four, four, four and a half around there. Um, 
but everything else, once again, um, I'm going to just say zero. I mean, <laughs> I, I, you know, GI Joe, I, 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 I can't, you know, I can't, I'm not, I'm not going to be, I mean, I can recognize, I can recognize everything if I'm looking at it, mm. but can I actually tell you out of a lineup of 20 GI Joes, you know, all of their names? No, yeah. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do it. Um, Master of the Universe, same thing, you know, where I visually, it triggers in my mind, you know, that, that reference. I know who it is. I mean, I recognize it. I just maybe can't put the name to it. Yeah. So. And to me, the big, the big one that gets me is accessory identification. Like that puts me in my place. Like when people put up a board of accessories and say, can you identify these? And like within three minutes, some guy has rattled off 20 of them. Like, I'm like, okay, yep. I, I can't do that. You yeah. Know? That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's definitely your, that's your, your five. That's your person who's <laughs> at that five expert level. That's okay. able to do that. Because honestly, when you're a kid, you're not even, really paying attention to how many sprue marks are on uh, a certain gun and yeah. <laughs> you know the mold this mold release here has this indentation you you don't you're not paying attention to that kind of stuff so exactly all right also from peter is should i as a guy buy the 2016 sdcc exclusive 11 inch shira figure slash doll his words and not be judged it has 24 points of articulation it even comes with an amazing castle grayskull background which makes an amazing classics display on shelves so. no, you're gonna you're gonna be judged um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's a doll it's a barbie doll i mean i don't care you know and i i collected hot toys i mm-hmm. i had black widow and i had to brush which her is, hair i was gonna say that's had, probably the closest doll I, that hot toys has ever played. i had to brush her hair because out of the box they put this cellophane wrapper around her head and it was all a mess it basically it clumped all her hair together so <laughs> to make her look like in you know in the movie you have to play with her hair and so i'm there with a brush I've got a little bit of water. I mean, this is ridiculous. This is this is a damn doll at this point. Um, and I'm just like, what am I doing? I don't even know what I'm doing here. What's going on? You know, it's this this doll that's in a tight Avengers suit, you know, that I'm brushing her hair. I'm like, what the <laughs> hell am I doing? <laughs> Same thing with Catwoman. Catwoman, I, you know, she had real hair, you know, rooted hair. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and and so I bought this. I bought, uh, or I didn't buy it. A friend of mine bought this for Vern uh, at Comic Con yeah. last year, and I and I shipped it to Vern. I felt horrible. The shipping was astronomical, and then like two weeks later, it was half off on Maddie's site. I I felt like a See, where's 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 Vern to to join in this exactly. conversation? Because he he loves this this figure. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. And and I played with it at PowerCon. I got to they had they had a version there at PowerCon. Got to see all the packaging, and it is amazing. And and so for Peter that just appreciates toys, he just likes toys. I would say for him, buy it. You are going to be judged. 
you you have a doll with rooted hair that looks like a Barbie to the layman, you know, to the layman, it looks like a Barbie. So you are going to be judged, but buy it anyways, if you like it, yeah. you yeah. know, like, like I say, I, I, I give Vern shit about dolls. I give you shit about statues, but in yep. the end, buy whatever the fuck you want. Whatever makes you happy is, is the moral of that answer right there. And, and, and I'll it, be honest and I'll be honest with you with, with the hot toys scene you know, any of these figures that have rooted hair, whether it's a, a you know, a, a, a guy or a girl rooted hair or whatever, um, you know, when you're in that fandom and you're you're spending that kind of money, you want the figure to look as close to the movie as possible. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. There are people on the forums that are using actual hair product to get <laughs> that look and they're putting product i'm not i'm not joking this is real stuff and you you put product in the hair and you work it out until it looks like the movie so that's that's what it is you know but and and so give me do you have an example of rooted male hair like does captain america have rooted hair or something no it was it was just uh chewy uh chewy had had a yeah went chewy out of the box does the hot the hot toys chewy just doesn't look uh you have to play with the hair you got to possibly use a little bit of product you got to kind of use some water and you got to play around with it to make it look really good oh okay all right, grab bag, uh, new immersive Star Wars experiences. So coming to your Disneyland and Disney World, uh, respectively, this is a ride. It looks like it's a shooting game. It looks like uh, they say it has VR. Um, it just looks like it's going to be crazy. I, I love that there's this new company called ILM X Lab um, that is working on this. Uh, and it says, through our collaboration with The Void, we can make this happen as guests become active participants in an unfolding Star Wars adventure. By combining Lucasfilm storytelling expertise with cutting-edge imagery and immersive sound from the team at Skywalker Sound while invoking all the senses, we hope to truly transport all of those who experience Star Wars, Secrets of the Empire, to a galaxy far, far away. So, yeah, that... It's pretty cool. It looks cool. So you see the guy with the VR helmet Mm -hmm. on over there. So... It looks like that's how he's seeing his friends or right, family, right. you know, because they don't have the helmets on. So it's going to be a VR shooting. Um, I read somewhere that it's going to be ride. Also, it's going to have a combination hmm. of a ride um, as well. So yeah, it's neat. Dude, it's neat. I I am so excited. When I went to when I went to uh Universal Studios for the first time and rode that Spider-Man ride, yeah. I was like, this is the future of life. <laughs> like I was so blown away that in this little area just by jerking it around and projecting yeah. things in 3D that mm-hmm. it made you seem like you were falling off a roof and that kind of stuff like and that was, I mean, what is that? A fifteen-year-old ride now, or something? Yeah, they they did uh, they did redo it though. So they did actually um, they upgraded the three D projection and um, 
they they did they up they upgraded everything so it's oh, it's clear okay. it's more it's clear now it's not as as foggy as it used to be i was gonna say the fog was a little i yeah i, I figured they were hiding you know quality no no it was just the technology like you said it was a very old old 3d or 4d experience mm. and so it's it's been upgraded since and it's it's much crisper on the eyes and uh so if you can picture electro coming down and and, and jamming the uh, you know the car with with the uh, with the electricity that's um, that's the electro that I have. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited for all of this and the and the new Star Wars land that we talked about last time, where like your hotel room is like a room on a spaceship, like that stuff. I am all about. It all costs money. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. That's true. It's cool. Um, let's see. For Transformers, uh, we mentioned it previously, but we're getting uh, a new animated series, first through Machinima, or I shouldn't say first through, but Machinima will be doing a series, uh, 10 episodes, 11 minutes long. We mentioned Peter Cullen, Judd Nelson. We're getting Will Wheaton as Perceptor. Michael Dorn as Fortress Maximus. Mm-hmm. Uh, not sure who Nolan North is. I'm bad with names, so I've already named everybody I know. Anyone out? Anyone here sticking out to you is, that you can mm-hmm. tell people who is who? No, not really. It looks like they put the big names up at the top. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that's the machinima one but uh we're also getting the uh cyberverse so on one of the stories i looked at they had a breakdown so the machinima is 10 plus so that's uh older kids and adult collectors this transformer cyberverse is going to be in between so it's going to be more it's going to be older than rescue bots but like 12 years old is the cap at the kid audience. So. I don't know. I mean, I it, to me, just looking at Bumblebee and Prime, they're, they're very G1-esque. I mean... Well, and that's what I'm hoping, is I'm hoping that we get something very visually appealing that maybe they're just going to tune down. That I mean, you, you think about Combiner Wars, they, they were killing people i mean it was like transformers the movie like people were getting assassinated and stuff you know um so i'm hoping that we'll get something closer to a g1 like g1 aesthetic with with a moral to the story and no you know for for an analogy and and cobra troopers parachuting out of their shot down vehicles yeah i I think i mean i think you're right because down at the bottom you have the the age is three to five and that's where the rescue bots uh falls into place so i think you're right i think maybe you know we would this is the one i was looking at yeah, so I mean, I think you're right. I think we would get, you know, the Cyberverse would be more, um, you know, kind of toned down from, you know, Titan Returns and Power of the Primes and all that, and that's that's cool. Oh yeah, and I see. Yeah, it, this was the one where it's relating it to RID. So RID right. was maybe a little too kiddy for me, but if it's G1, I would probably put up with it a little bit more than animal transformers as the villain on every episode 
Um, and then uh, theatrical film as well. And this is actually going to tie into the movie verse. So I think that's kind of interesting. It, like, to me, that's where the movie verse belongs is in 3D animation, not live action. So mm. that one will be kind of interesting to see as well. And when we say theatrical, it doesn't mean necessarily it'll be in a theater, just right. more referring to the length. If you're not a movie buff, it'll still probably be a straight to DVD or straight to an online streaming partner. Um, and then let's see masters of the universe movie turned 30. Oh, excuse me. Uh, turned 30 this week. Um, I have a riff tracks, which is the, a couple of the guys from the old MST three, uh, mystery science theater. Yes. Three, yeah, you're right. MST3. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a couple of the guys from there, uh, riffing on it. And so I'm actually going to watch that tonight, I think, to celebrate the 30th anniversary of it. Cool. And then I'll find out what that guy's name is that I didn't know during the Masters of the Universe reveals at Comic-Con. <laughs> <laughs> and then lastly, uh, I'm not going to pull the uh, the good friend of mine, but an acquaintance of mine, uh, noted author James Cavanaugh, is doing a Kickstarter. And this is kind of an interesting way to, to run the Kickstarter He's doing a Kickstarter to re-release old versions of his rank-and-file books. So (laughs) if you don't know Mr. Kavanaugh, he has done exhaustive books on the modern era of G.I. Joe. So uh, rank-and-file one was 25th anniversary through Resolute, and then it just continues on from there, and he just released his rank-and-file four. So one and two are actually pretty hard to get, and they go for a, or or at least volume one goes for a pretty good secondary market uh, value. So he's re-releasing these, um, and then I haven't even looked at it. I need to look at it because I think I'm going to buy all of them. I'm just not a big book collector. Like yeah. I buy what people consider like the epitome of a reference for the vintage toys Mm -hmm. just because I wasn't keeping up with it back then. But like, I know what came with all the 25th anniversary guys because I bought all of them in store, you know, looking right at them kind of thing. So I, I just don't think about that, but I mean, he talks about variants. He talks about, Packaging, I mean, he goes into crazy detail. And this is all, we were talking about uh, 3D Joe's, whether he owned all that stuff or not. This is all stuff he has bought. Now, has he sold it off since? You know, probably, but maybe not, you know. Um, But that was the one thing impressed upon me when we were talking was, I have bought everything that I have taken pictures of here. So... Mm -hmm. Um, and especially when you talk about some of the harder to find variants and stuff like that, that's pretty impressive. 
So I, I encourage you, if you're a modern fan, and especially maybe you're just getting into this now. Maybe you've only started collecting the last few years, so you didn't see the 25th anniversary back in uh, 2006, 2007. Um, get, pick these up, man. He, he's a guy that, he's a, he's a fun-loving guy. He loves the community. He gives back at every JoeCon. He do uh, every year. He does these uh, prints of a modern GI Joe vehicle that you could literally cut up and make into a box. Oh wow! If you wanted to, you know, just because that's what he does. He's a graphic designer, you know. He's also the guy that him and the uh, infamous. Joe Colton, which is this extremely hot cosplayer, um, they always go head-to-head in the costume contests because he just does the wackiest stuff and she just does the amazing hotness. Um, <laughs> so they're always going head-to-head in the cosplay contests at every year's Joe Con. So support somebody that's giving back, that's enjoying the, that's enjoying the community, just like the guy on 3D Joe's, man. He, he's just giving back to the community. He's not here to try to make a buck or anything. He sells those posters to support his website, you know? Yeah. So. All right. It is Little Miss McFavorite's bedtime. <laughs> and if you have a job... Unfortunately, not me. You probably need to get up in the morning and go to your job. (laughs) So thanks for hanging out with Lotus. It was great. I'm glad you can make it all the way through the show. That's a dig at Peter. I'm glad you could make the show. That's a dig at Roger and Vern. Um, But uh, we will see you guys sooner rather than later. Or later rather than sooner. Peace.
voices, and they cried out in heaven. Suddenly, silence, silence.